0: is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Comer Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
1: Welcome in from Legion Field, Greg Wykoff, Miss Heidi Sapp.
2: Hi. We've
1: got Mr. Dave McCurley on the field, and and Heidi, we, we have to do this intro the only way oh, we, yes. we can let's do it. Oh yes, let's get it. So, David, if you're listening, we've got something special for you tonight. Because to introduce the most colorful man in sports radio. <laughs> hey, you know, baseball has walk-up music. You know, when you come to the plate, we got to walk up to the mic music for you. So, the most colorful man in sports radio.
3: Everybody was
1: <laughs> that is Mr. Randy Kane.
4: <laughs> hey, Greg. How you doing, Heidi? <laughs> Yeah, we're ready. I rested up this afternoon, took a good nap, put on a clean shirt, and here I am.
2: Yeah, you know, I took a nap, too. (laughs) It's a pretty nice one.
1: Oh, that's just too good right there, Randy.
4: I love it. I'm going to go over and kick uh, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having having flashbacks.
1: (laughs) Mr. Keith Mayfield up here in the booth does a tremendous job. Uh, Guys, it is a... Soppy night tonight. We've escaped two weeks of hurricanes. You know, yeah. this is the third week, if you realize that, the third week of hurricanes. And we're getting a little rain out of this one.
2: Hopefully it clears up because I don't want to be soaked all night.
1: Well, hopefully radar is wrong because there is another band coming. I just hope it uh, stays
4: away. Me too. And tell you, uh, we got a little unique situation here tonight. We've got this uh, This game's being televised. And their camera and all their wiring is right here in front of us through the window. And uh, they had to wrap it up in black trash bags here to cover up the technology and all the wiring. I'm hoping we don't have any shock uh, situations here.
1: Well, there's a lot of what we would call, what it is, distractions tonight from this football game. It is homecoming. Mm -hmm. I know downstairs was packed when I walked down a few minutes ago, and it's raining. But talking with Brian Bradford, as as I walked through, he said this is his kind of weather. He said, I love to play in the rain. So hopefully, and he said that these Tigers would be ready for this game. They need to be ready because this is not only what we called last year the new Marble City Classic. This is a huge region game with implications to it because Comer has to run the gamut if, if they want to host round one in the state playoffs. You have you have to run the gamut, beat Randolph County to play here, first round of the playoffs. But it's one game at a time. It's tonight. Comer comes in five and one overall, three and one in the region. Fayetteville comes in two and four overall and one and three in the region. Comer in the third spot right now. Lynette is four and zero in the region. Randolph County is four and zero in the region. Comer and then Vincent. So tonight and then next week we go on the road to Vincent. Two back-to-back big games to keep your sight on before you get to that Randolph County game.
4: Well put together. And two, we need some of those in the top five, six uh, to lose a game tonight. So it gives uh, Comer an advantage to move up a little bit further. Uh, I hate it that we got the weather like this being homecoming because look at all the lovely ladies down there with their dads and their uh, escorts and standing in the rain. Uh, I was looking back at an annual earlier today. My, I'm gonna give my age, Heidi, 1970. I don't even think your mother was born in, was she? No, sir. <laughs> and, uh, our homecoming game, that was, uh, 50 years ago this year. And, uh, Comer won, we won our homecoming game that year. Uh, I had some other annuals I was looking at to see what 69, 68, 67 did 71. So, uh, I want to give a shout-out here to Scott Heathcock. He's uh, he finally here. He got to come to a game. You know, he's been working uh, every Friday, and I talk to him from time to time. But he's in the stands tonight with his Comer shirt on, and uh, he was, a, I mean, a big, big, big Comer fan forever. And uh, so he's here tonight, and uh, I told him I'd throw his name out there tonight on the radio. I
1: ran into him also.
4: Yep. And um, his –
1: I'm very thankful for is that he listens every Friday night. He does. So he so
2: he knows who I am. He
1: knows who you, he hey, knows who hey, I am. Superstar, everybody knows who you are. <laughs> uh, and hey, you come up here in a in a boot, and that, we're not talking a cowboy boot, a fashion boot. You are in a biotech boot. What did yes. you What did you do?
2: So we had our game. We had one of our area games Monday against Horseshoe Bend, and you know I got out there. I was really feeling the game, you know, I was pumped up about it. Um, I got the point back off a nice, pretty nice block, so not to be boastful, but you know, it was it was a clean block, and then we go in the second play of the game, and I completely, I went up to, I went up to block again, and I completely collapsed. Like I rolled my ankle really wrong, and it hurt really as you can imagine, and um, I was out of there within like five minutes going to the hospital it crushed my heart i cried the whole way to the hospital and um then you know they gave me the pain medicines and that really kicked in
1: you felt really good after that really
2: good you You know i was i was happy to be at the hospital at that time and i can't (laughs) believe i ever said that but yeah so um i finally got to get off crutches today thankfully they were not my favorite accessory ever But I made it through, you know, recovery process is kind of slow, but it's as fast as it's getting, so.
4: Well, I got a question. Yes. Did Comer win the game?
2: No, we did not. Sadly, we did not. And I hated that, you know, I got to the hospital and I FaceTimed somebody there to watch the game. The whole time I was at the hospital, I was on the phone trying to figure out what was going on. Cause you know, that's my team. I'm one of the captains and I just love leading them on and not being out there with them really crushed my heart.
1: So how long are you going to be out?
2: Well, you know, we only have one game left, and that's the area tournament. That's the
1: big game.
2: Yes, that's the area tournament, and um, sadly, I don't think I'm going to get to play just because I don't want a longer absence from playing, so we're hoping for a fast recovery, but... By the way, it looks I don't want to mess anything up more than I already am. Right. So. You're
4: too young. You don't want something yeah. to, a year from now or two years from now to aggravate because you didn't do the right therapy and yes, listen to that's, your doctor. Yes,
2: that's what I'm scared of. So I have been mean, seeing some physical therapists because I don't want to go to the doctor because nothing's broken, you know. It's just kind of swollen. It's just a severe sprain.
4: Well, let me ask you this. So we were just in Horseshoe Bend for a, uh, the Comer football game. Uh, you said hospital. Was that the closest hospital? Was it City?
2: No, we were. we played at home. Oh, home game. So I went to Kusa Valley.
4: They take good care of you.
2: Yeah, good. you know they were—they had me in and out of there as quick as they could. Yep. So. Well,
4: I'll well, tell I you had that happened. Like I've told
1: many athletes over over the years, sometimes God calls a timeout. Yes. A- and that's His timeout, and there's 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 a purpose through this, and uh, you're going to come back stronger uh, to lead this team. And congratulations for making the lady tigers basketball team i saw that on facebook right yeah no
2: um well with me being out for the rest of the season me and coach hill and my coach made the decision that it would be best if i got another season of club ball out okay. of birmingham okay
1: all right so well, the focus
2: on that and so i could get more film because i am set on going to play at a collegiate level So, we're working hard for that.
4: All right, so autographs for everybody after the game, right?
2: Of course. Well, let me
4: ask you this now. You know, my daughter, Randy Caroline, went to Huntington and played volleyball down there. Have you looked at Huntington?
2: I have, and I have some pretty good resources to get into Huntington. You know, I'm picking, I'm looking at all my options. So, and since I'm still just a junior, I don't, I want to keep my mind open. Well, you're
4: you're 10th grade, 11th grade, that's when you need to start looking.
1: All right, we got to take a quick break. we got to find Mr. David McCurley on the field wherever he is because we need some field conditions. He's
4: waving at you. He's under the tent.
1: He's under the tent. Oh, the best seat in the house. We're going to take a quick break. Greg Wyckoff, Heidi Sapp, Randy Kane, and on the field tonight, Mr. David McCurley. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
5: Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At
6: Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be.
3: Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence.
6: We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success.
7: CACC.edu. Garris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacauga.
8: Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly hometown restaurant and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Aniston Avenue in Silicaga.
0: You're listening to B.B. Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium, where it is a soppy mess outside, but it is nice and dry up in the booth. Uh, again, Greg Wyckoff, Randy Kane, the superstar, Miss Heidi Sapp, and on the field tonight for us, Mr. David McCurley. How are you doing, David? Who talked me into this?
9: Wow, <laughs> it is coming a monsoon down here right now, and I got to I got to be honest with you. My heart goes out to these these parents and these kids that are out here dressed up for a homecoming and also these band members how about the bb comer sound of marching gold doing through this i mean this is a torrential rain that is coming down right now
1: well david normally this is the time you go down on the field for field conditions but this is 2020 and we don't have a grass field anymore
9: no we don't have a grass field but you might better get you a pair of flippers and a snorkel because it's going to start puddling up out here real quick uh, it will be a slick surface. Uh, there will be a lot of slipping and sliding. However, it won't chew the field up like what you're used to if, you know, on uh, grass. So uh, hopefully this rain will subside by the time we get to uh, playing. But uh, right now it is really, really coming down.
1: We appreciate it, David. We'll come right back to you. We're going to get Heidi. Tonight is homecoming, and uh, she's going she's to fill us in on who. You can go in and do it. You, you just, you do it. It's all on your phone. You are prepped. Ms. Heidi Sapp.
2: So, for Homecoming 2020, our grade reps this year for seventh grade, we have Georgia Yoder and Luke Nicholson, eighth grade reps, Kelsey Farr and Landon, Manch- Landon Hawkins, ninth grade reps, Jada Jones and Noah Wimmer, tenth grade reps, Callan Jade Holman and Brandon Blankenship, eleventh grade reps, Olivia Jackson and Hayden Danford. For senior court this year, Miss C Club, Krishana Harvey, also a captain on our volleyball team. Candidates for queen tonight are Cassidy Caldwell, Jayla Jones, Alexis Kidd, Gracelyn Robinson, Emma Steverson, and Abigail Wood. Last night, we crowned king. Congratulations to number 21, Jacob Price, on the football field tonight.
1: All right. That's right, because last night, the pep rally was here.
2: Yes, we did. We had our pep rally. And um, although it was different, you know, we all had a good time. It was nice to have everybody together and us to show our school spirit.
1: So you had pep rally and you announced homecoming king last night. And and tonight, well, just in a few minutes. And, And, Randy, you were right. I feel sorry for everybody down there. David is underneath the tent. But our homecoming court. They are on the field in their dresses yeah. underneath
4: umbrellas, just taking it. And
2: they all still look amazing. They do.
4: Just Shout beautiful. out to
2: my girls on the court tonight.
4: Well, the band, look at the band. Uh, their instruments are out there playing, and they're playing their heart out. But, you know, there's one great thing. The mess that's going on in this country. We have the freedom to be here. The kids are out there ready to play. Look at the band, the cheerleaders I saw earlier. Yes, we've got a. Uh, Well, look over at Fayetteville. We've got some dedicated Fayetteville fans across uh, sitting out here in this torrential rain. Imagine driving your car in the rain, pretty heavy rain, with no windshield wipers. That's basically what we're looking at right here. (laughs) So if we miss a number of a a great play or a tackle or something, uh, forgive us if we can't catch the number because we're behind a a large window, plate glass window, uh, with no windshield wiper.
1: Well, we were very thankful tonight to be have this opportunity to be on Kicks 100.3. Usually that is the home of the Childersburg Tigers. But, David, you had that call from Childersburg last night. No, I'm sorry, that was a road game for you.
9: Yeah, we were down in Montgomery. And let me tell you something, Montgomery Catholic, they uh, know what's going on. <laughs> they uh, do a great job and, of course, uh, defeated our Tigers last night 42 to nothing. But uh, I'll tell you what, I think we got a missed homecoming, Greg. Go ahead.
2: And our 2020 homecoming queen is Miss Gracelyn Robinson.
4: Now, which one is that? Over here to the right? Yes, sir. Okay, where they're crowning her?
2: Yes, sir. Oh,
4: okay. What grade is she in?
2: She is a senior. Senior. All the girls on court are seniors. And let me tell you. This girl right here deserves it more than anybody.
1: And, and, and why? Tell us why does she deserve it?
2: Grayson, I've known her for quite a while. And we finally started getting close again. And, you know, she is literally a ray of sunshine. Like, everywhere she goes, she makes everyone feel welcomed. She doesn't judge, you know. I've always gone to her. I confided in her. I consider her one of my closest friends. And just being around her makes everything great. You know, like, you want to be sad, but when you're around her, you just can't.
1: Man, I I want to be your friend. If you talk, to me, if you talk like that about, I want to be your friend. Well, the umbrellas are out. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're about about 19 minutes and some seconds before kickoff. Uh, both teams have been on the field, uh, kind of limited uh, during pregame because uh, one thing you don't want to do, you don't want to get out here and get soaking wet. I know you can change, but there's only so many changes you have back in the room and. I can tell you one thing, it's no fun to play in a soaking wet
4: football uniform.
1: Yeah, football uniform.
4: Hey, let me give a quick shout out here. I know we got uh, this year's uh, homecoming here, and that young lady's just been crowded, but I got to throw out for my alumni (laughs) Miss Libby Riggins in 1970 (laughs) was B.B. Comer homecoming queen. That's sweet, man. That that's an old book right that's there.
2: That's a that's a really that's a really old book.
4: Nineteen seventy is called The Comer. The Comer. Sent- Miss that- Libby Riggins was homecoming Queen in nineteen seventy.
1: Well the band is going off the field. No players on the field yet.
4: Look who was Mr. Comer High.
2: Randy Kane. <laughs> no, no. Let me tell you
4: something, Heidi and
1: David. David, you just learned 101 Randy Kane. He, he, he did not mention the homecoming queen of 1970. That was just the pretense to, to his had to
2: picture there, in, in, in the Comer. Uh, if I got a Craig, queen or king, you know, I would let everybody know.
4: But that was some of the greatest time of our, our life. And, you know, I think back uh, the year we played, our senior year, We won our homecoming game, and that was 50 years ago. These kids tonight, 40, 50 years from now, they'll be thinking about things like this, and I hope they come across with a win. So when you're sitting at home with your family and your kids and you can show them your annual and you can say, hey, we won our homecoming game 50 years ago.
2: (laughs) Did y'all win 50 years ago? Yeah,
4: sure did. I hope I'm right. Somebody's gonna probably call in, write in a nasty letter, say that's the wrong game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll we'll get a text here in just a minute, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break. We're in the Radio Alabama Sports Pregame Show, <clears throat> and the Comer Sports Network, presented by CUSA Pines Federal Credit Union, live on Kicks 100.3. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
7: Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank understanding you.
3: Today, you are connected more than ever your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC.
7: You've been to the doctor for an injury and now it's time for physical therapy. Where do you turn? It depends on what you want. If you want quick recovery, if you want to feel better than before, if you want to be treated by the best, choose Todd Malone and Star Physical Therapy in Sylacauga. Star Physical Therapy in Sylacauga, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one.
5: As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now we have
6: the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature.
7: We must continue to educate and empower women because together we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers register to vote and obtain your photo id so you too can exercise your right to vote on november 3rd
5: register to vote at sos.alabama.gov you're listening
0: to bb comer football on the comer sports network presented by coosa pines federal credit union now back to the stadium
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. We're about 15 minutes from kickoff. If the scoreboard's right, that's going to push kickoff about 7:05. Right, now. we're now going to kick off right at seven, maybe about 7:05. So that'll give uh, give all of us, Heidi, David, a little chance in the pregame to do what we do best.
4: I got a question for you. Uh, you know, when I was on the road traveling a lot in the state of Texas, I went to. Uh, you can take tours of the Dallas Cowboy Stadium. looks uh, like you can at Disney World. So, uh, I, when I went on my tour, and David, you may know what's under this AstroTurf, but at the Cowboy Stadium, what caught my attention from their AstroTurf, they had one of the end of the field about 30 yards, they had the AstroTurf taken away. And they had that cushion, that pad taken away. It was laying over to the side. Do you know what was under it that shocked me? Cement. It was a cement bottom, and they had about a quarter inch thick. Pad That went on top of it and then the AstroTurf. Well, I started to go over and feel that pad and security stopped me <laughs> Don't touch that don't touch that. So it must be a, a, a unique type pad, you know for 250 300 pound linemen and stuff falling and tackling on that. Do you know what's under this? Is this fill here? designed the same way for drainage
1: David, are you still down under yeah. the tent?
9: Yeah. Randy, that is a very good question, and I believe when they when they reconstructed Legion Stadium here, I do not believe it is concrete that is there now. However, there's got to be, you're right, there's got to be something there for drainage, and it needs to be really good tonight. Um, <laughs> for whatever, I'm telling you guys, I just looked at our radar, and for people who want to maybe make it out here to this game, let me tell you, what well, looks like now the last part of this rain is in between Montgomery and around the Wetumpka area now, and it's moving pretty fast. And we're still going to get some heavy rain for, I'd say, the next old 45 minutes or so. But after that, it looks clear, and it looks like we can get this game in. And by the way, guys, this is just a very, very hard rainstorm. There is no lightning to delay this game any further. So once they get it started, we should be good to go.
4: Good, good, good weather report.
1: That is a super weather report because, you know, normally Heidi does it. But Heidi, did you hear how David took care of that? You can't hear.
2: Yeah, he did a great job. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> she don't have on a
4: headset. She didn't know what he said. Well, if
9: you know, if she could hear me now, maybe she can go down to Radio Alabama and the check that I get next time will be a little bit higher since I've done just a little bit better, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, it's all about the money, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's all about these kids, and I'm looking forward to this uh, to this game. You know, uh, three years ago, you know, I had a son play in this rivalry, and uh, uh, Greg Wyckoff, uh, this has become really the big South Talladega County rivalry Between two schools now, if if you think about it, Fayetteville and BB Comer's really struck up something special.
1: Well, Randy and I kind of dubbed it last year the new Marble City Classic. I mean, we kind of because it really is right now. The vein runs between Silicaga and Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if uh, Silicaga and Comer will ever have the opportunity to play. You know, we'll have that have to take care of itself one day. But for right now, why not call it the new Marble City Classic?
4: I agree because uh, you're sitting right on top of the, what, two, three hundred years of marble that's been uh, cut, designed, and shipped all over the world right here in our own community. So yeah, for us right here in the booth, we're calling it Marble City Classic.
1: Well, David, you have given us the the weather and what it looks like, but Heidi is going to give us the temperature tonight.
2: Right now, it is 68 degrees outside. And right now it's drizzling, but from the looks of it, it's going to um, lighten up, but not until around 10. So it looks like we're going to have a little bit of rain the whole game.
4: You didn't see any lightning uh, description there, did you?
2: It's just all rain tonight, thankfully.
4: All right. Greg, you remember last year when we went down, I think it was kind of like a pregame. Where were we at that close to Wetumpka? And it had that storm and the lightning. It kept getting delayed. That over. was in Hopeville. that was, yeah, in... that was yeah, the spring game. That's right.
2: That was the first game I ever cheered at.
4: I think, too, whether I was participating or announcing or just visiting the game, I think that was the longest lightning streak. About the time they were, it finished and about to play, here come another streak of lightning.
2: And then it went lightning again, until so we were ready to play again. on the game. Yeah. So then I think we just ended up playing a, a half.
1: Well here's a neat little story, David. I you called me when was it Wednesday and you were at the you were at the field with Coach Fawcett and Coach Fawcett made a comment that he wanted steak and potato in the booth. So David, I told you to tell him if he'll hang seventy on the board, we'll cook him steak and potato.
9: i tell you what, with some of the athletes he's got, don't hold him against that because they may hang 70 out here. i tell you what, it's going to be a fast surface tonight. B.B. Comer's got a lot of speed. I want to share something, uh, if I can, Greg, walk off real quick with you and Randy and, of course, uh, everybody that's listening. I I did go by practice the other day and just to – really just to hang out and get with uh, Coach Fossett, who I miss uh, tremendously uh, from being on the Tiger Sports Network up in Chillsburg. He was – you know, the head coach there for years and got real close with him. i got to tell you something, and, Randy, this, this ought to mean a lot to you and, and Comer folks. I can't remember in the last 25 years of doing radio, television, whatever the case may be, where I've seen a group of kids playing football at B.B. Comer that have more fun. It's been, a, it's been a long, long time, and I'll tell you, and, Greg Wyckoff, this will shake you up as well. When they got ready to dismiss practice the other day, of course they were all in a in a group and had their helmets off and was listening to coach and telling them, you know, their instruction, their final instructions, and then he said, "Okay," and I'm not going to name the kid's name, but he said, "Okay, you get us out of here," and I figured they'd do, you know, one of those chants, you know, BBC or or whatever. This young man said, "Bow your heads," and we had about a five minute prayer from a from a senior football player. That, that absolutely struck my heart. And to be honest with you, it's what Adam Fawcett is instilling in these kids, and I absolutely love it.
4: I agree with you because I think it's the uh, youth minister at their church that's mentoring these kids, not only helping them with their, uh, of course, with the coaches, with the practice and the get ready to play, but also what are they going to do after football? What do they do every day? The decisions that they make every day, uh, when they walk the halls, and then one day they go, they can't play football, they're going to be out going to college, the military, whatever their decisions might be. And then uh, they're training them up to be young men.
1: And, David, uh, the second part of the, the story, after talking with Coach <laughs> Fawcett uh, Wednesday night, I was on the phone with our defensive coordinator. You don't know I thought you were going to jump in and just – and just let and tell us, Heidi.
2: I don't want to be wrong.
1: You don't want to be wrong? I <laughs> don't blame her. I wouldn't either.
2: I feel like I know this, but
1: I was on the phone with Coach Michael Hale. That's
2: what I said. And, then, I said Coach
1: and then I told yeah. I told him the story about, like. you know, if we put seventy on the board. He laughed about it. He said, What if I put zero on the board? If my defense keeps a zero on the board, do I get steak and potatoes? The real
2: question is, is do I get steak and potatoes
9: too?
1: You're going to, before, before the end of the season, you will get it.
9: Hey, Greg, I got, to tell you guys too. You know how, uh, energetic Michael Hell is. I love him with these kids. How energetic, you know, at, uh, at Childersburg, we got a guy named Cy Butler who used to play there. He's, he's like coach Hell on Ritalin. I mean, he, he gets after it, buddy. And, uh, I just love the way those guys enthusiastically coach these kids. And don't forget, Greg, I'll get you to come back to me whenever uh, uh, we go out to uh, get the coin toss.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back. We have some new defensive starters uh, to announce. So Miss Heidi will take care of that. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
6: What does the word anytime mean to you? When Merkel's Anytime Towing says anytime, they mean anytime. On a hot summer day, in the middle of winter, in the middle of the night, in a thunderstorm. Or when things just aren't going your way. No matter the problem or time of day, Merkel's Anytime Towing is there. Anytime you need them, find them on Facebook or call Merkel's Anytime Towing at 256-245-6204. That's 256-245-6204.
5: Taylor Farr and Tom Gory are personal injury attorneys representing injured victims of negligence in Alabama. Together, they have successfully recovered millions of dollars in compensation for injury and accident victims and their families. Farr focuses on cases involving traffic accidents, defective products, and wrongful death. Gorey primarily focuses on personal injury and elder abuse. Contact Farr and Gory injury attorneys, at taylor at fargorey.com, P-H-A-R-R-G-O-R-E-E.com, and get the advice and representation you need. Their is the quality of the legal services to is greater than the quality of the services performed by
0: you're listening to bb comer football on the comer sports network presented by coosa pines federal credit union now back to the stadium
1: welcome back to legion stadium about 4:25 to go before we get this thing kicked off we're in a soppy mess out here but these kids are ready to play Coach Fawcett has his team ready and Coach Hale has the defense ready. We have a few changes. So, Miss Heidi Sapp, get us through our starting lineups.
2: Tonight's defense starting lineup we have number 15, Jesse Graham at quarterback, bandit number 54, Hagen DeLee, tackle number 65, Zach Carpenter, nose guard number 62, Adam Odom, flex guard. Number 57, Corey Anderson, another cornerback tonight. Number four, James Carmichael, free safety. Number two, De'Leon Welch, linebackers. Number three, Raphael Johnson. Number 20, John Murphy. And number 23, Kamara Harris. At strong safety tonight, we have Devontae Carmichael. And then for our offensive lineup tonight, we have number nine, Cortez Harris, receiver, left tackle. Number 51, Chris Wilson, left guard, Corey Anderson. Corner, I mean, center, number 55, Drew Holman. Right guard, number 65, Zach Carpenter. Right tackle, number 54, Hagan DeLee. Wide receivers tonight, number four, James Carmichael. Number 21, Jacob Price. Number two, De'Leon Welch. I always forget this one. Running back. Running back, number three, Raphael Johnson. And our quarterback, as always, number eight, Devontae Carmichael.
1: The magic man
4: i got to tell you, number 54, Hagen D. Lee, he had a big game last week. You he remember did. It? We called his name a number of times. He was in a, a lot of uh, uh, tackles. Uh, was it last week where he had to?
1: See, we're going go to go down on the field real quick uh, with David.
4: <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we will play with sportsmanship tonight, okay? Just because the ball, when the ball goes down, even though you don't hear a whistle, the play is over with. So you don't have to have a whistle for the play to be over, okay? We will help each other up. We will pat each other on the back all night long. We will play football, you understand? All right, for the visiting team. Heads, says heads, tails. Heads, tails. I want you to go on and call it, and I want you to repeat what he says. Heads or tails? Tails. He's called tails. I'm gonna flip it. If I drop it, I'll reflip it.
1: And it is tails. you won the toss. I want the ball. You want the ball. Which way
9: you want to Greg, uh, Fayetteville wins the toss. They elect to receive, and that'll do it from down here.
4: I can't tell from here which way that went. Oh, it's blowing from south to north. I'm looking at the flag.
1: Well, we appreciate that, David. Now, are you going to take care of our captains? Miss
4: Hiding?
2: Captains tonight, number 12, Lane Smedley, number 75, Caleb Hutchin, number 21, Jacob Price. Number 11, Zach Murphy, and to flip the coin off tonight was number three, Raphael Johnson.
1: Well, well great job, I tell you. We'll take a one more quick break, and we're going to come back and get this thing kicked off as the teams come, come through. Comer in all black tonight, and Fayetteville in all white with gold helmets. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back for the first quarter action. You're listening to the Kusa to the – Comer Sports Network, presented by CusaPines Federal Credit Union on Kix 100.3.
10: Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Cusa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at CusaPinesFCU.org or call the Cusa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Cusa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA and number 464059
0: this is the first quarter of bb comer high school football brought to you by radio alabama sports
1: that was quick randy it was that cut off real quick we are finally we're, we're going to be like i said a few minutes late it's about six after seven uh, we're ready to get this thing teed off bb uh, comer will be kicking to Fayetteville, and we're in the home stands. and if you're looking down the field, they're kicking from our right to left.
4: South to north. And I'm looking at the flag, and it's uh, changed direction. So it was, the wind was blowing from south to north. Now it's switched and coming north to south. So let's see. If,
1: It'll be number 55, Drew Hallman, that'll tee it off for the Tigers. And that is going to be a David, I'm going to bring it down to you to describe what kind of kick that was.
9: Uh, A very poor one. I don't think it was a designed onside kick. I really don't. But, however, the uh, Fayetteville Wolves come up with the football, and they're going to have primo field position. And real quick, I'll tell you, for right now, the rain has got to a very, very small mist, so it's, uh, it's pretty good right now.
1: Well, Randy, the Comer defense starts out. Defending on the Wolves' 47-yard line, where Fayetteville takes over first and ten.
4: Well, it all starts right there on that uh, that front line.
1: They'll run trips to the left. They'll hand it off to number 33, Brady Ritchie, over left in, and he'll pick up a couple of yards to the 40. Let's say, give him a yard to the 48. Good stop on first down for the Tigers.
4: Well, Comer's uh, defensive line and offensive line have, have improved every game, and just then, uh, yeah, he did make a yard or two, but uh, that defense clogged up that hole quickly and gang-tackled.
1: Quarterback number two, Pacey Deloach, in the pistol. They'll run the toss sweep to the left behind those trips, the trips formation. That's Richie will be run out of bounds.
4: we got to give it to that running back for Fayetteville. He had uh, a wide-open field over there. The Fayetteville's offense there was blocking for him, making him room to run, and he's almost, what, one where he put the ball. Well,
1: there I thought he, they marked him out
4: f- too, maybe further downfield,
1: but they're going to mark the ball at the Comer 48-yard line where it will be third and five.
4: Yeah, it's on the far side, so we couldn't see. He must have stepped out.
1: The Wolves will come out, pistol formation, trips left. Now they're going to run the, the sweep to the right.
4: And I tell you, there's a lot
1: of <laughs> lot of trouble if you're running that football right now because the Comer defense, I saw nine defenders
9: <laughs> in pursuit.
4: Yeah. yeah. You could give the whole lineup again on that tackle. David, how did that? That was coming right at
9: you. Yeah, guys, and I got to tell you, uh, that play, and I don't have a roster in front of me, you got to help me here, but a lot of people were in the backfield, but number 57 for B.B. Comer is the one that really blew that play up.
4: That's Corey Anderson.
1: Fayette will be forced to punt fourth and 13. And that is a kick that went blocked. And it's going to be picked up. And that's Kamor Harris who will pick it up at the 27 and take it in. Touchdown, Comer.
4: Beautiful block punt by B.B. Comer. And Corey was wide open, nobody over there, nothing but between him and the goal.
1: David, I, I'm going to bring it back to you again real quick because I don't think that was a blocked punt.
9: I believe he kicked it into his protector. No doubt about it, Greg. You hit it right on the head. That was not a blocked punt. There was guys laying on the ground. And it was just a low kick, and it went right into one of his own guys, and that caused the fumble, and great job by Comer picking it up.
1: We'll take it as Comer will go for two. They'll run the power right to the left. And they'll hand it off to Chris Garrett, untouched over left end. And quickly, 9.54 to go in this first quarter. B.B. Comer on top, 8 to nothing. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosapine's Federal Credit Union, and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
5: Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Silicaga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com.
0: You're listening to BB Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium where after a special teams mistake by the Fayetteville Wolves, it was a low a low kick hit the personal protector picked up by Kamore Harris, who ran it in about twenty five yards in a two point conversion. We're eight to nothing. And it was like deja vu, Randy. Now
4: that was a block punt the, the the Fayetteville player blocked, blocked it with the that. back of his head.
1: Did I he? did I did that one time <laughs> in a game.
4: Now, that was another low kick here, like, almost like a, a designed or undesigned. Well, you know, we've seen this pooch type, you know,
1: what yeah. they've been going to, this pooch type kick, and.
4: I wonder if the uh, the kicker is having trouble with his footing because it's so wet. He can't get his uh, feet planted just right. But look at the track. The track down there is soaked.
1: And the ball, yeah, that's right, David, because that'll be a that's a penalty on that. The ball went was kicked out of bounds.
9: Yeah, you have three options there, Greg, and the option that Fable has taken is move it five yards from where it went out of bounds. They've got it at their own 42.
1: Yeah, first and ten from the 42. They'll hand it off to Richie again. Wow. Up the middle, and there's a stone wall of defenders again.
4: Again, that defensive line for B.B. Comer is gang tackling. I mean, uh, number four, James Carmichael come from the backfield to pile in on that tackle.
1: Well, you got some pretty pretty big guys up front. Zach Carpenter, Hagan DeLee, Corey Anderson, gain of one, second and nine. Deloach looking to throw. He'll swing it out around midfield, and that is going to be low and incomplete, and that's going to be a challenge tonight for both teams throwing the football. I mean,
4: yeah, he, he hit the ground with it 10 yards from the receiver. Probably can't get a good grip on the ball.
1: That'll bring up third and nine as the play comes in from the sideline. Coach Limbaugh.
4: This, this defensive line here for B.B. Comer, they excite me. They remind me of the old days. I mean, they are uh, they're not being moved by the Fayetteville offensive line at all.
1: Third nine pass mm. is across midfield and complete on the far side of the field.
4: That was a pretty darn good pass that time, and so the receiver did well and uh, moving to chains and first down for Fayetteville.
1: Pass to number 22, Zeke Deloach, who was the only player on that side of the field and was able to get through the Comer defense. That's a big first down for the Fayetteville yeah, Wolves. Yeah, that was
4: a big play. That was a good play for Fayetteville.
1: they have it first and 10 from the Comer 44, it on the ground, not really going anywhere. John Murphy, let me see who got. I believe that was Zach Carpenter, number 65, who's submarined.
4: That looks like
1: a loss on the play, doesn't it? Loss of two. Yeah. David, right now, the Comer Tigers are just beating the Fayetteville Wolves at the line of scrimmage.
9: I think you're right, Greg, and I think Fayetteville wants to call a timeout to discuss that.
1: They'll take a timeout. We'll take a timeout too, 8.15 to go in the first quarter, 8 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves when we come back. The Wolves will be looking at 2nd and 12. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosapine's Federal Credit Union, and tonight live on Kicks
8: 100.3. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173.
4: The United States was built on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Millions of people have defended these pillars of our democracy. Please
0: remember the sacrifice made by these Americans and make time to register to vote and obtain
11: a government photo ID so you too can vote on November 3rd.
5: Voting is a sacred right. Sacrifices made by those who so bravely serve our country should never be forgotten. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. You're
0: listening to B.B. Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium, second and 12. And Fayetteville comes out with a little reverse pass. We didn't get the to to listen to the interview with Coach Fawcett this week, but he said his team is well-prepared because he knows Coach Limbaugh is going to throw everything at him, and he'll have several trick plays uh, to call against these Comer Tigers tonight. But on play number one, trick play number one, Comer covered it pretty well.
4: Yeah, it didn't fool the defense on B.B. Comer. They were well covered.
1: Third and 12, low snap. Deloach picks it up. He's pressured out of the pocket. He's going to look downfield, and he's going to scramble and pick the first down up, and he'll go out of bounds at the 33, and, yeah, that's, that's a big hit. That was De'Leon Welch who took a hit downfield.
4: Well, that Pacey DeLoach for Fayetteville, number two, uh, he's pretty quick on his feet to outrun some of those Comer defenders because, of you know, we've talked about how fast Comer is. They could have their own track team, probably two track teams but uh, he made it to the sidelines untouched.
1: David, I believe we're going to get a crackback block.
9: Yeah, you're going to get a uh, block, oh, block in the back, crackback, whatever you want to call it, and that's going to negate a big-time run by Pacey DeLoach. Now, i got to tell you guys, you remember Bailey DeLoach. We called him Bailey Football back at Fayetteville. This is his younger brother, and I'm just telling you, he's got capabilities uh, putting this Fayetteville offense on his back, Comer's got to be very careful when he gets out of the pocket like that.
4: Yeah, he had an open field then, and uh, he had a good run.
1: Huge loss in the play. With the penalty, it will bring up third and 14. You're looking at a first down at the 33. And now the ball back on the 48-yard line. They need to take it to the 34 for a first down. Something sacred in football, Randy, a huddle. That's right. (laughs) As as they'll break the huddle, twins right, twins left. Single back in the back, Bill. Shotgun, Deloach looking to throw. Downfield, he's hit as he throws, and that pass is going to be incomplete down at the 19-yard line.
4: uh, If that had been one football short, that receiver was in high stride. It could have fell right into his hands because the receiver got behind the defender, and it wasn't nothing but him and the goal line. That was a pretty pass, though, for this kind of conditions and how wet it is out there. That was a pretty good throw by the quarterback at Fayetteville.
1: And he had he had a step on James Carmichael, and yeah. if that ball would have been placed just right, right there was a chance to, for a big play right it, there. It
4: was, yep.
1: The fourth down, fourth and 14. I think Fayetteville knows even early in this game, 7.52 to go in the first, 8 to nothing. Comer leans. They're going to go for it. If the Comer know it's not, it's going to be a... quick punt. Oh, look at this. They lined up in a trips left shotgun formation and that was Pacey Deloach who took the snap with a
4: pooch kick and it took a favorable bounce and curled back around to the left the other side of the field and it stopped on the one yard line.
9: Hey, guys, very ingenious there. As Greg mentioned about trick plays with uh, Coach Limbaugh, he actually lined up in trips and put his fastest player on the other side of the field. I knew the quick kick was coming. I'm telling you, this Deloach kid's an excellent athlete. He dropped that ball inside the five down there. Look for that again later in the game.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to watch for this. It's a five-yard penalty against Comer, and Pacey Deloach is the punter. So uh, keep your eye on that, too. And it looks like he is going to take off and run it. And he's not going to get there, Randy. He'll nope. cross the 40 to the 39.
4: Well, they opened it up to give a give him a chance because I thought he was going to kick it. He took off to his left. He comes back around. There's a big hole right in the middle of the field. and uh, But luckily, the Comer defenders stopped it short of a first down.
1: Yeah, good job keeping their heads up. Number 11, Zach Murphy in on the tackle. And now the Comer offense will take the field first and 10. From Rome 39. Cortez Harris splits wide left. you got James Carmichael, Deleon Welch. And I believe that is Chris Garrett.
4: I already see a flag.
1: No, that's Raphael Johnson in trips formation on the left. That flag's going to be wa- yeah. waved off. De Leon Welch, James Carmichael, Raphael Johnson are your trips to your right, and that will leave Chris Garrett in the backfield with Devontae Carmichael. He'll get the snap. He'll hand it off to Garrett. Garrett over left end, and he will chug his way up to the 49, a pickup of nine. He's going to be close to the first down.
4: He was, and uh, you got to give credit to Fayetteville defenders. They, uh, they ran him down from behind. I think if he'd have had another step and one more block, which, that word, if.
1: And Comer, coming quick to the line of scrimmage, and they'll hand it off to Garrett. David, you're going to see this a lot tonight. There's a two-headed dragon in the backfield. One of them's Chris Garrett, and the other one's Raphael
9: Johnson. Let me tell you something. I remember it from about six weeks ago. You don't have to remind me of that. Uh, They were very instrumental in uh, beating our Chillsburg Tigers. Got to tell you something, Greg. It's very interesting in this series, though, Maybe Comer's coming out and uh, a penalty that was weighed off and now a holding penalty. You know, this is the first time Comer's actually had the football on offense and we're almost halfway through the first quarter.
1: You're right. They scored uh, a special teams touchdown. Again, trips right, single receiver to the left, a low snap picked up by Devontae Carmichael. And we're going to get another penalty. We're going to get delay of game, and Coach Fawcett is not happy. He's looking to the official on the sideline.
9: Tell you what happened there, Greg. Actually, our referee, Matt Caldwell, was making the call from the previous play, and the play clock ran out. So, something was a miss there between the officials.
1: Back him up to the 35, where it'll be second and 15. Devontae Carmichael will keep it, 40, 45. And no problem, Randy.
4: Nope, second and, that, uh, and
1: 14, and pick up 15, that, first down comer.
4: That tricked me. I thought James Carmichael had the ball for a second until I saw Devontae take off around the right side, the far side of the field, and had plenty of room to run, and the chains are moving.
1: Well looking, you know, we don't want to look forward down the schedule, but that's that's who we have to have at quarterback. That is that is the Devontae Carmichael that, that we're going to need. And he'll hand it off to Chris Garrett, who stays on his feet, breaks tackles, and he'll be drugged down close to a horse collar, but that'll be yeah. a first down at the
4: thirty seven. He's a beast running that football. Wow. But I go back to that offensive line. They are doing their job. They are blocking. They're not being budged a bit.
1: Chris Wilson, Corey Anderson, Drew Hallman, Zach Carpenter, and Hagan DeLee. The meet up front. First and 10 from the Wolves. 37, they'll hand it off to Garrett. Garrett will stick his head in and pick up five.
4: And they never took him to the ground.
1: Down to the 32. Coach Fawcett gets his – getting his play in. Now they'll put trips to the short side of the field. Dave, that trips formation is on your side of the field. They'll send Cortez Harris to the far side of the field. Raphael Johnson now in the backfield. And he'll get the handoff, 30, oh, 25. Look at here. Look at here. 20. Look at here. He'll turn the corner, oh, 10, here. 5. Woo! And he will sneak – Inside the <laughs> call, no, they're going to mark him out. Still
4: a great run. <laughs> Still a great run. They're going to say he stepped out at the two. There was a lot of terrific blocking right there for the BB Comer Tigers. Give him plenty of room to run, get around that far side of the field, and uh, yeah, he just run out of uh, he just run out of green grass.
1: Now, this is the stacked backfield when you put Jonathan Murphy and Corey Anderson in. As your blocking backs, and I'll hand it off to Garrett Mm -hmm. behind it, but the Wolves were ready for that one.
4: Yeah, you got it. All but two Fayetteville Wolves made the tackle on that one.
1: They bring up second and goal, actually lose a yard on the play. Second and goal from the three, 5-13 to go in the first quarter. The Comer Tigers lead eight to nothing, but they're three yards away from putting another one in. Now this Boy, you talk about selling out. They ran the same play, but this time Devontae Carmichael pulled it. The Wolves bit for the play going to the right, and Devontae Carmichael untouched touchdown. That was
4: a beautiful fake. Everybody followed uh, the other running back. He walked in untouched. Nobody around him for 10 yards.
1: David, he took it. He brought it right to you, didn't he?
9: No, guys, I, I, let's get this two-point conversion first. That's ah. no good. Uh, I think you probably need to go to a break. I'll come back after the uh, break, Greg.
1: All right, we'll take a quick break. 4.59 to go in the first quarter. Comer leads 14 to nothing over the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, and live tonight on Kicks
10: 100.3. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Hey, Todd. Thanks. Todd, thank you. Todd, I feel great. Thank you. My shoulder
6: feels better than ever. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Todd, for a quick recovery, an enjoyable physical therapy experience, and a better quality of life. My dad said physical therapy today was great, Todd. Thank you for treating him so well.
7: Choose Todd Malone at Star Physical Therapy in Silicaga, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one.
0: You're listening to BB Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 4.59 to go in the first quarter, 14 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead. And Davis, take us through this kickoff.
9: Well, let's see if we can get a hold of the football a little better than we have, and we do.
1: Get home, and we'll kick it down to the 23, where it bounces around, and that's going to end up being a pretty good job for the Comer Tigers.
9: Greg, I was going to tell you about the bootleg play just a few moments ago. They actually ran that in practice the other day when I was there, and the funny thing about it is Coach Fawcett didn't tell anybody, but Devontae and the offensive line, what play to run? They fooled the Comer coaching staff on the defensive side of the ball.
1: And when you have that kind of athletic ability, nobody will catch Devontae Carmichael out by himself. Fayetteville will take over first and 10 from the 19. Randy, you're doing a great job wiping up the water in the booth.
4: I don't want to drown. I'm too old to swim. <laughs> I mean, it's...
1: Twins left. That'll be a quick pitch to the left for Richie, and he will be run out of bounds. That's going to be a loss in the play of three and. And, Randy, if there's one place, like we've talked about it, week after week after week that you don't want to run on these Comer Tigers, you need to run north and south and not east to west because a lot of team speed on this
4: defense. They do, and uh, I I go back to that uh, defensive line right here. Plus, uh, the cornerbacks are getting out there doing their coverage. They're not being fooled at all tonight. You know, two weeks ago, Comer was really, really up, and then uh, the next week it just didn't seem like the zip. We're seeing the zip tonight in this defense.
1: Pacey DeLoach, low snap. He'll pick it up. He looks to throw, the pass is complete. At the 25 yard line, he'll step out at the 26.
4: Well, now that the game's going on, I got to tell you, uh, this Pacey DeLoach with Fayetteville has got my attention. In, in this condition, the, the ball is wet and the field is wet, but he's got a zip on his passes. That first one uh, earlier was a little wobbly, but these last three, he, he's got, I wonder if he plays baseball. He's got to be a pitcher.
1: David's down there nodding water off his head saying yes. Third and three. The handoff will go up the middle, and that's a good run.
4: Yeah, what's his number?
1: Davion Welch with the tackle.
4: Number 34, 24? 32. 32. I don't see a 32 on here.
1: David,
9: could you see what number that was? Guys, I actually think that was number 18 that carried that football. We're not even in the same ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's number number eight guys number eight number eight.
1: Handoff again. They're trying oh. to work on the left side of their offensive line, the right oh, side no. of our defense.
9: Hey, Greg, and real quick, you were talking about Pacey Deloche. Yes, he plays all sports. And because I'm so close with with the Fayetteville bunch, you know, my son K.J. calling the game for the other side. Pacey can also dunk a basketball. How about that?
4: Wow. Well, you said it was number eight who just ran that football. There's not a number eight on the the list here. I mean, that kid uh, did a great run.
1: Tough run. Pick up a four on first down be second and six with 229 to go in the first quarter 14 to nothing comer leads fable to loach for the wolves looks to throw he's going to go deep and that pass is going oh. to be high and incomplete if it would have been caught up randy i think it would have been out of bounds down around the 25 yard line
4: he would have been he uh, he was watching the ball he got out of off the field and it'd been if it had caught it been a beautiful play
1: well, I love Coach Limbaugh's approach. I but, mean, I love the bombs away. You know, yeah, I, it's yeah. just it's fun football.
4: Now, how, how many yards did he just throw that football, though? I mean, 40, 45 yards?
1: That was about 45 yards on that one.
4: Yeah. A good spiral, too.
1: Another big third down for the Fayetteville Wolf offense, and a bigger one for our Tiger defense.
4: Oh, BB Comer Tiger. Man,
1: I don't know. <laughs> David, you you had, the, you had the front row to that play. I don't know what happened on that one.
9: That was chaos right there. Just get down as quick as you can. The entire uh, defensive line of the B.B. Comer Tigers just caved in that time to Pacey Delos. He had no chance. And Randy was trying to describe this uh, defensive line with older B.B. Comer. I guess one word, and this is no disrespect that comes to my mind, is nasty. Oh, yeah.
4: I'm telling you, at number 52, uh, Adam Odom for B.B. Comer, He was a man on that last play.
1: Deloach will punt it. It'll be a good punt. Take a Wolves roll, and the ball is going to roll inside the Tiger 20-yard line. They'll pick it up at the 18. Where Devontae Carmichael and the offense will take the field. Let's see what Coach Fawcett comes out. You know, we've seen some different offensive formations this year. You know, now we have – the double tight end that he's using, the double tight end, double split. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he'll run twins He'll run that double tight end and run twins to each side of the formation. Then he'll do an empty backfield with it.
4: And watch this, uh, uh, well, in a moment we get back to def- the def- defensive side, how the shifting of the defensive line for B.B. Comer is, uh... oh, here you go. First down, here I'll hand go. it
1: off, Raphael Johnson, and he'll dance his way up to the 28, a gain of eight.
4: So on the defensive line, Comer is making some adjustments and a lot of movement on the front uh, before the ball snapped by Fayetteville. And it seems like that would add some confusion to the offensive line for Fayetteville.
1: And then that offensive set was the two tight end set. Jacob Price comes in on the left. Kamor Harris is the tight end on the right. James Carmichael now will motion left to right and I'll hand it off to Raphael Johnson straight up the middle.
4: Come on, one more yard, one more yard. Oh, look.
1: And he will power his way (laughs) up over the 40-yard line to the 43.
4: First down, B.B. Comer. They're moving the chains again. That time they had the the entire offense get behind it, and they were pushing like a rugby game.
1: First down at the 43. They're going to send Again, they'll keep that too tight, and they'll put the twins to the short side of the field on the right. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, miscommunication Uh, in the backfield. And Devontae Carmichael's running for his life. And out of nothing, Devontae Carmichael is going to pick up five yards.
4: Yeah, that was a misplay back there. I think he was going to try to hand it off. and Timing and uh, communication broke down. But Devontae turned it into a five-yard gain.
1: David, how much of a headache do you think coaches watching film of this Tiger football team see in number eight, Devontae Carmichael?
9: I'll describe it in one word as we get to the end of our first quarter. Give me a bullet. Give me a bullet. That's what kind of headache he'll give you. (laughs) Well, you mentioned we are through with one quarter of play.
1: The Comer Tigers up 14-0 over the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Pines Federal Credit Union, and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
12: The credit union mission, people helping people, has never been more important than now. We understand that the COVID-19 pandemic may cause financial hardship. As your trusted financial partner, Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union is here for you. Call 800-237-9789 or email us at cpfcu at
0: cousapinesfcu.org. You're listening to B.B. Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. We'll start the second quarter of action. Comer Tigers lead 14 to nothing. Mr. McCurley, you are right next to Coach Michael Hill right now.
9: Absolutely, trying to get a little uh, of his uh, price, and of course, uh, trying to get some from Mark Vincent too. He will run away from me. He, he hates this <laughs> microphone. But uh, you were talking about Devonte uh, Carmichael. I think this is a very, very volatile situation for the Fayetteville Wolves right here, guys. They, they really, if they want to stay in this game, they need to make a stop right here. And BB Comer can really put the hammer down right now, as the rain really starts to get heavy again. Yeah, we'll start the second quarter. Comer will have the ball first,
1: or second and four from their own 49.
4: Yeah, you can see that rain through the lights over there.
1: Trips to the left. They're going to run the option to the right. They'll pitch at Rafael Johnson, and he'll be drugged down. That was a great tackle. That was number 13, Luke White, on the tackle.
4: Well, if that wind changes, we're going to have to close this window, and we'll be back to uh, no windshield wipers. <laughs>
1: David's head to the tent. Look at him. Thumbs up from the track. Loss of two on the play. Be third and seven. Trips to the short side of the field. They're going to hand it off to Rafael Johnson. He'll cross midfield. Dance his way inside. 47 balls on the ground. Uh oh. And I believe we got a fumble. It's and failed. the wolves will come away with it Raphael Johnson coughed it up as he crossed midfield and the wolves are going to take over
4: well momentum's part of the game plan you got to change it around and it looks like uh, the wolves were uh, well this wet uh, look at the sheets of rain coming down through the lights over there on the back so you know every the ball is wet they're wet
1: and, and, the, uh, and the wolves,
4: we're going after it.
1: Yeah, they'll take over first and 10. The nose of the football right on the 50-yard line. They'll break the huddle. Twins left. They'll hand it off. That's number, I think that's Richie, 33 on the carry.
4: Well, depends on where they spot it. He might have made a foot because they, that defensive line for B.B. Comer clogged that hole up quick.
1: That's Caleb Hutchins and Corey Anderson on that side.
4: You know, I got to give the crowd here a shout-out. Look at the umbrellas. Look at the crowd. We've got a good crowd on both sides of the field here tonight. Uh, even though we got a messy, rainy situation here, they're staying put and cheering on their teams.
1: Gain of one, second and ten, and a Uh-oh. big hit on the far side. That's going to be a loss in the play. And that was Daly. No, that was Raphael Johnson on the tackle. And that's going to be a loss of three, and I bring up third and twelve. Ten oh seven to go in the second quarter. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves fourteen to nothing. Deloach. Looking to throw his passes downfield, and it's going to be caught at the 42, and that'll be a first down for the Fayetteville Wolves.
4: You got to give him credit, Uh, Basie Delos. That was a beautiful pass, spiral pass, quick. Receiver was in the right spot at the right time.
9: Greg, you know, the only two times that he has not thrown a good pass is when he's been under pressure. That time, let's give that offensive line for Fayetteville a little credit there. They created a great pocket for him to step up and make a good
4: throw. They did. Yep, I agree with you, David.
1: First and 10 from the 37. Deloach looking to throw again. His pass is in and out of the hands of his intended receiver, Hunter Hammonds, which I have to give a shout-out to. Arby Hammonds, coach over for the Fayetteville Wolves, who works—it seems like Resolute is connected all over this this <laughs> whole broadcast. The field um, talked to Arby today, and he said, "Say something good about me." <laughs> and he said, my, "My kid gets out there, say something good about him." And he, he ran a great route. Yep. Uh, just the ball probably slip.
4: So what department is Arby working?
1: After this play, Uh-oh. second and ten, DeLoach running for his life. Pass downfield. and It is going to be for the second week in a row. Mm. The Comer defense drops an interception. Yep. A a sure interception. And that was Devontae Carmichael over there. And that pass was short. David, talk about bad passes. That time, Deloach had plenty of time, and just the ball got away from him.
9: And I think if he had to do it over again, he had plenty of room to run and try to get that first down there. I think he would have – Really, rather not had even thrown that ball at all. He telegraphed it right to Devontae Carmichael.
1: Randy, he still looks mad, stomping out on defense. Now, DeLoach, it's going to be a quarterback uh, draw.
4: That didn't work. They closed that up quick. Uh, well, who was that for BB Comer?
1: That was number eleven. That was Zach Murphy, and he was get he was getting blocked, and up underneath his block, tackles DeLoach. Beautiful play. He had a wolf on top of him and still <laughs> made the play.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you out there, B.B. Comer alumni, I know it's a messy night tonight, but you've got to come see these Tigers play. You've got to come see them play.
1: And will bring up fourth down, fourth and 14, and the Wolves will go for it. Twins both sides of the formation. No, they're not. It's going to be another quick kick, and that's going to hit at the 18 and bounce out of bounds at the 17-yard line. where I can't I can't tell if the rain's coming down because there's so uh, there's so much water on the
4: it's a little windows. Sp- it's a little sprinkle. It's uh it's coming down just a little bit, but not like it was. I'll open this window again so I can see.
1: B.B. Comer will come out first and ten from their own seventeen yard line. And you know Coach Fawcett wants execution. He wants this to be clean execution. As the play comes in from the sideline, they'll have twins, both sides of the formation. Chris Garrett in the backfield with Raphael Johnson. That's James Carmichael in motion, and he'll get the jet sweep. And he'll stay on his feet and take it up to the 25 of gain of eight.
4: We've got a Fayetteville Wolf uh, getting up very slowly.
1: Well, Randy, that's a play we haven't seen in, probably three, four winks, and that was a staple play of the offense last year. Carmichael coming across the formation and then giving it to him in that sweep and letting him hit the corner. That time he decided to put his foot in the ground and take it up the middle. Good gain. Now they'll hand it to Garrett.
4: Uh Uh-oh. That was a no-gainer.
1: Tackled by Jacob Weiss. And Garrett's not a. He's not a small guy to take down.
4: No, he's not, but he didn't make it. Uh, he didn't make it that time.
1: Now he lost two yards on the play. Again, twins, both sides of the formation. Garrett in the backfield. Raphael's gonna pick it up and keep it. And he is oh going my. to get hammered.
4: The Fable Wolves was on top of that one.
1: He had a cling on on him, and then, boy, somebody came and cleaned him up.
4: Yeah, Fayetteville Wolves tackled him like B.B. Comer's been tackling him all year long, gang tackling.
1: Well, David, you mentioned a minute ago the Fayetteville Wolves were, almost looked like they were in trouble, and now it seems like to be a, a little life on that sideline,
9: yeah, you got to give a little bit of credit to their defense as well. You know, uh, we get a—they uh, give it up on a turnover, and uh, the Fable Wolves defense is not let those uh, speedsters get away. Uh, now we're going to get, I think, another penalty or maybe a uh, timeout here. I Don't know which yet. It's got to be a penalty. It's going to be a legal procedure on. B.B. Uh, Comer, and, and this drive's going the wrong way, and with 6.43 to go in this half, the last thing you want to do if you're B.B. Comer is get lax here, give favorable good field position and let them score going into the half. That's the last thing you want to do, and don't forget, guys, going into the half, I'll get a word with our head football coach, Adam Fossett. Chris
11: Wilson
1: and- That'll back the ball up to the 12-yard line. Chris Wilson will punt it around his own goal line, A very high kick is going to land at the 41, and let's see where they'll mark him out, the ball going out at the 43-yard line. So the Fayetteville Wolves take over in Comer territory at the 43.
4: And if that ball had stayed in play, the end-over-end, the way he's been kicking it, you would have had a a good Comer bounce. But it bounced out of bounds.
1: Looking at the flag, the flag really not moving very much right now. we got a little breeze coming through the window.
4: I don't see any rain coming down.
1: Pacey DeLoach.
4: There's a fan down there for B.B. Comer into it.
1: He'll bring the play in from the sideline. They'll break the huddle. That's Hunter Hammonds. Inside receiver, the Twins to the right. It's a handoff. And I believe that was, I couldn't see, is that? 22 for.
4: Number
9: 22, and the other kid we were trying to think of earlier is number 38, if you have that on your list. We do, Camden Keaton,
1: 38. That was a a good game. 23-yard run down to the 20. Another first down for the Wolves. Deloach will hand it off, and there's a good push by the offensive line.
4: Well, David mentioned it a moment ago about the field position for Fayetteville, and it looks like uh, Fayetteville's doing their best to take advantage of it. That was
1: number 13, Luke White, on the carry. He'll pick up four, bring up second and six, 530 to go in the second quarter, 14 to nothing. Comer leads Fayetteville. But Fayetteville inside the Comer 20 yard line.
4: Mm. Good tackle by number 85 for B.B. Comer. That's 60,
1: 60, yeah,
4: 65,
1: 65. Yeah, Zach Carpenter Ray just Carpenter. wrapped him up.
4: He manhandled him down. No
1: gain, third and five. And you know, for the Fayetteville Wolves, this is four down territory. I mean, it's if you don't get it right here, you get what you can. And I'm sure Coach Limbaugh, uh, four minutes to go and a half, down by 14, will take his chances. Handoff. comes to the left side of the formation, that was Luke White on the carry.
4: Well, Comer's defense have got to keep them from scoring and the momentum of a change here right before halftime in that locker room gives them an extra boost of opportunity.
9: And hey, Let me tell you, Greg, Randy, this is the weapon for Fayetteville. This is uh, uh, Phillips and he can kick it from here, trust me. high snap that's gonna be wide
4: open and, oh. and
1: it was short it was a direct snap to the kicker that was levi phillips and he had a receiver split out that nobody covered and you heard the coaches down i can't believe we didn't get a, a timeout when called to get it in nobody got over there and if uh, two more yards, that's a touchdown. Yeah. That pass is caught, that's a touchdown.
4: Well, you mentioned earlier about these trick plays, and that would have been a classic right there. He was standing by himself. No B.B. No, no, so Comer defender was even close. Well, the snap was high. Comer Tigers
1: have, have, have escaped two trick plays. Yeah. They'll take over first and 10. From the 16.
9: You know, Greg, that was not a high snap on that. That was a design trick play, as you mentioned. But I I will tell you, you you you, it would have been a 42-yard field goal, and Levi Phillips can make that with regularity. Wow.
1: Six-yard gain for Garrett on first down. Now I have it on second down. He'll get the carry, and I believe he's going to lose a yard. They may give him about a half a yard. That's going to bring up third and short, third and three. Garrett will come off the field. Raphael Johnson will go in the backfield. Jacob Price will come in. He'll be your inside receiver on the trips to the top. They'll hand it off. That's Raphael Johnson. He's going to shake some tackles. 30, 35 and I thought he was going to take a step and try to cut in, but he'll be pushed out of bounds by Pacey DeLoach at the 42 first down. You
4: remember that play that Trent Richardson did in an Alabama football game? He was in high stride, made an immediate stop. The defender (laughs) hit the sidelines, and Trent took off. I think that was uh, his idea at that point.
9: It's going to come back, though, guys. There was a block in the back. Number 11 for Fayetteville was uh, set to try to reach out and grab Rafael Johnson and he was hit from behind. No doubt, a block in the back and an unfortunate thing for the Tigers.
1: Well, Randy, what, what's your saying been all year? Uh, penalties at the wrong times, and that that's been an Achilles' heel, uh, yep. if there is one for the for the Comer Tigers, is penalties at the wrong time, and you'll negate uh, first down run.
4: Yeah, and it usually happens with a good 15-20 yard gain. And then, boom, something happens like that.
1: They'll bring it back. It'll be third and eight. Rafael Johnson will roll to his left, looking deep, nowhere to go. Oh. And I'll give some credit to this Fayetteville Wolf defense. Yeah. They contained Raphael. Right there, and it's, it's going to be a sack, a loss on the play back at the 10-yard line, and Chris Wilson's going to be punting out of the end zone again.
4: Well, I know David's down on the field, and he's closer, but it, on that particular play, it looked like there were a number of Comer players just standing instead of hitting somebody.
9: Yeah, and the Fayetteville defensive line did a good job of containing him. That's one thing you got to do with these B.B. Comer athletes. you got to contain them, and they did a good job of it.
1: Wilson will punt. Out of his in, end zone, another good punt will be fair caught up at the 42 yard line. That was 22, Zink Deloach. And so, for the back to back drives, Fayetteville is going to take over inside Comer territory with 2.25 to go in the half, 14 to nothing. Comer leads.
4: Well, maybe there'll be another trick play or two because that was an interesting design play a moment ago. Yeah, you usually
1: don't – when you line up, usually the, the holder takes off running and it will do something. That was a direct snap to the kicker.
4: What game was it in college that uh, there was going to kick a field goal and the, the kicker run around behind and he pitched it back over the back of his head? It that was, was a, Boise State, wasn't No, it?
9: that was actually – Auburn did that under Tommy Tuberville uh, one time against LSU. That's right.
4: That's right. I thought LSU was in the mix, but I didn't want to say because I wouldn't, Uh uh-oh.
1: First and 10, Pacey DeLoach will just keep it, design quarterback run over the right side. They're going to say he stepped out at the 35, will be a gain of seven, bring up second and three. The clock stops 218 to go in the second quarter. And what looked like the Comer Tigers were going to, Take off with this game. Mm -hmm. It's kind of settled down into a pretty fairly matched second quarter. Pacey Deloach. That's a draw. They'll run right up the middle. It'll be a first down. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time. That's 33. Brady Ritchie on the carry.
4: And from here, was that number 65 again? Zach Carpenter on the on the tackle.
1: I believe so. They'll break the huddle. Twins right, twins left. Deloach looking to throw. And, oh, and boy, that pass was in between two defenders, and he put it right on the mark.
4: You got to give it to him. That was a beautiful pass play,
1: right at the first down marker at the twenty-one.
9: They're actually going to mark him just a little bit short, Greg, and I think uh, B.B. Comer, I think, is going to take a timeout here.
1: They'll take a timeout with 135 to go in the half, 14 to nothing. Comer with the lead. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Pines Federal Credit Union, and live tonight on Kicks 100.3.
8: Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173.
6: Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. You're listening to B.B.
0: Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 135 to go in the half, 14 to nothing. Comer leads Fable, but Fable has the football. Second and one at the
9: Comer, 21.
4: Now, is that Mark Vincent down there with that uh, hunting suit on?
9: No doubt about it. He said, uh, I can look crazy, but I'm going to be dry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm sure Coach Hale, defense not, not reeling. They're bending, not breaking, but they're giving up some yardage, yeah. and you want to get them back over here, talk to them. But the Fayetteville Wolves, Pacey DeLogue doing doing just a tremendous job running this offense for the Wolves.
4: He is. He's doing a great job. He's got an arm on him, too.
1: And only a a junior. And he'll keep it over right end. It's going to be a short game, but he only needs to pick up one. I think he picked up four. As he'll get knocked out of bounds at the 17.
4: He's got some speed, too.
9: He's something else. He's got two guys. He's got it upstairs. He's a smart kid, knew to get out of bounds. And, uh, however, they didn't call him out of bounds. The clock's still running. Fayetteville has got, I think, a timeout or two in their pocket. But remember, I told you, Levi Phillips a weapon. He can make this field go from here. And I think Coach Limbaugh would love just to get some points on the board.
1: Now they'll go trips left, single receiver to the right. Deloach will run the quarterback sneak, and I think he was tripped up. I don't know if Kamore Harris – if they actually touched and tripped him up or if Pacey Deloach tripped up, I thought he was heading in for the end zone.
4: I did too. If, if he'd have stayed on his feet, it would have been very close.
1: And it'll be a gain of six. We'll bring up second and four from There's the Comer, 13. 45 seconds to go in the half. Comer leads 14 to nothing. Uh, we'll keep it. We'll keep it right here. Halftime guest tonight. Just just stepped into the uh, the booth with us. Will be uh, the principal for the BB Comer Tigers, Mr. Judson Warlick.
4: Good deal. Like to hear what he's got to say. What's going on in the school system now?
1: David, is there any rain down on the field?
9: Very, very little right now. Just a couple of drops here and there. You can see a just kind of a mist in the uh, uh, lights. Uh, and I, I think that's one of the things that you're going to see from Fayetteville when Pacey Deloach drops back. If it's not, I mean, just critically wide open there, he's going to take off and run with it. But now the clock's going to be their enemy just as much as the B.B. Comer Tiger defense is. And uh, interesting to see what John Limbaugh have up his sleeve here. You're right,
1: David. I'm sure he'll have something. 45 seconds to go, and I believe the Comer Tigers are going to give them a free five yards, and that will be a first down.
4: Mm. Again, penalty at the wrong time.
1: And that will be encroachment on the defense.
9: And just as I mentioned it a couple of moments ago, now the rain has started coming heavily. It's just those bends, and we're going to have to put up with this most of the night.
1: That'll be a first down at the nine-yard line. First and goal, Pacey Deloach looking to throw the ball. That pass is complete at the five, but a quick tackle. That was
4: on Welch. Murphy, Number
1: two. 20.
4: The rain's got my eyes messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: uh, 55, Drew Holman. Low snap, Bailey Deloach is going to have... I'm sorry, Pacey Deloach. They're going to keep winding the clock. I think his knee went down before he threw the football.
9: Was that right, David? That is exactly what happened. He wanted to spike that ball to stop the clock, but when he bobbled the snap, it was a low snap to begin with, he just tried to kill it. while his knee was on the ground, so the play was going to continue. And to be honest with you, now Fable has to use their last timeout. out. 14.1 second. Uh, I think you got time for one play here, Greg, uh, to maybe throw it in the end zone, and then on fourth down, I think you would probably see Levi Phillips come out and try to uh, get him on the board.
4: Well, I want to see this young man kick. Uh, I mean, you've 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 built him up. I want to see him kick one. But well. I want- I want to see him kick one back here at the 40, though.
9: Well, I'll tell you this, Randy, sure enough. And, and Coach, one of the things that I like about this series is, is of course, we all love Coach Adam Fawcett, But if you can't love John Limbaugh, something's wrong with you. Just a great man, pastor. He has told me that in practice, and I know practice is different now, Levi has consistently made him from over 50.
4: Mm.
1: Well, I don't know if the conditions are conducive for –
4: it's coming down pretty yeah, anything, good. You see right. the lights. And the, sure. and the
9: wind is now blowing from right to left. Out of the timeout, 14 seconds to go in the half.
1: Third and goal from the 10, Pacey Deloach to throw. And we're going to have a penalty flag come in off. The Comer side, let's see what this call is. We're going to get false start movement on the Wolves.
9: Greg, I'll remind you when this half runs out, don't forget I'll try to catch uh, Coach Adam Fawcett down here at their end zone to uh, get a word from him.
1: Appreciate that, David. But that did run about two seconds off the clock. 12 seconds to go third and goal. Pacey Deloach looking to throw a ball in the end zone. is going to be picked off at the goal line. Oh, look at this, and look at David, this. I don't think anybody oh. That's James Carmichael across midfield. He'll take it down <laughs> to the 44 and we have a penalty flag. They're going to, two penalty flags back at the 29.
9: Yeah, I think you're going to see some blocks in the back. So if he had win all the way, it probably would not have uh, counted and Coach Fawcett's a little upset about that, but uh, I think that's probably going to end the half.
4: Well, time has run out, but they, you got to say, that is a beautiful interception, and he run, what, 50 yards. Yes, there's a penalty on the play, but I'm telling you, that was a beautiful interception by B.B. Comer.
1: i think a, a good job by the Wolves to get their head up because when I first saw the interception, there was, was in the middle of the football field. I thought Carmichael was just going to take it down the – down the sideline, but uh, good job of reacting. But like you said, I don't think it would have mattered. David's right on the field. We're going to get some some blocks in the back. Even though there is a uh, a good discussion, the Fayetteville Wolves are leaving the field. The Comer Tigers are leaving the field. But Coach Fawcett, he's not leaving the field. He's, he'll have all the <laughs> officials over there with him before it's over with.
4: I love it when he does it.
9: I believe he's trying to take all the flags from them.
4: <laughs> I hope he I hope he gets them. A buy one get 5 free? <laughs> His
9: problem is he's not going to buy the first one. David, I wish your mic were in the middle of that
1: huddle because they're they're pointing uh, head official was pointing like towards midfield.
9: I'll try to get an explanation from Coach here if I can right now. And uh, let's get a word from uh, Coach Adam Fawcett right here. Coach, uh, early on, scored twice, uh, thought we were going to kind of run away and hide. And uh, Fayetteville's defense uh, stepped up a little bit. What have you got to do on offense to be a little more consistent? Uh, We just got to
13: execute. You know, we don't have all 11 guys executing at the same time. So if the line blocks well, we miss miss the read at the backfield. Um, if the line misses a block, then we're running hard. So uh, just, uh, just execution and communication and uh, making sure that we um, do, do our part. And what was the explanation on the penalty here to end the half? Uh, they said it was a blindside block um, on 54. Uh, but anyway, it was a blindside block. Uh, had to, had the, the, the opportunity to decline it or accept it. If he accepted it, it would have been a 15-yard mark off from that spot. And we would have run a play, which we would have taken a knee anyway to take it to the half. Um, so uh, the penalty was declined. We'll come out in the second half
9: and uh, get the ball. So, Yeah, you get the ball. Good luck in the second half. All right, thank you. And, guys, I'll try to get a word with Coach Limbaugh as they come out of the locker room as we start the third quarter.
1: Well, great job, David. As we go to halftime, 14 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a break, get into the Radio Alabama halftime show with our special guest, uh, tonight, Principal Judson Warlick. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Federal Credit Union, and tonight, live on Kicks 100.3.
10: do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Cusa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at CusaPinesFCU.org or call the Cusa Pines Loan Department using Option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Cusa Pines FCU, Equal Housing Lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. What does the word anytime mean to you?
6: When Merkel's Anytime Towing says anytime, they mean anytime. On a hot summer day, in the middle of winter, in the middle of the night, in a thunderstorm. Or when things just aren't going your way. No matter the problem or time of day, Merkel's Anytime Towing is there. Anytime you need them, find them on Facebook or call Merkel's Anytime Towing at 256-245-6204. That's 256-245-6204.
7: Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank understanding you.
3: Today, you are connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC.
0: This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the BB Comer Sports Network. Presented by Radio Alabama Sports.
1: Welcome to halftime from Legion Stadium, a wet, soppy Legion Stadium where the Comer Tigers lead 14 to nothing. Greg Wyckoff, Randy Kane, and we are honored to have our guest with us tonight. That's Principal Judson Warlick from B.B. Comer. Thank you for taking the time uh, to come up.
11: No, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well,
1: this is a, a different interview because normally last year we talked about school, how school going, the normal life, and this year is the not so normal life. Ha, ha, explain to us how much different this year is from last year.
11: Well, uh, instructionally, uh, school is a lot different this year than last year. Um, this year, uh, with the COVID situation, uh, we've worked, our, our superintendent has worked with, uh, with a group and what we decided for Talladega County, the best uh, the best idea would would be to do a uh, a blended program. Actually, we have we have three levels. We have green, which would be go back to just regular school the way we, we always do it. Uh, we have a yellow stage, which is where we are right now, which is blended, which means uh, we have half the students on campus at any one day. So our, our goal is to is to have 50% capacity at the school and this just helps us again with, uh, uh, you know, the big concern is the safety of our students and then also the safety of the employees. And so uh, with 50% of the people in the building at any one time, we're able to socially distance, we're able to uh, uh, monitor the students, you know, wearing the mask, uh, sanitize, we're able to do a lot of that. Um, there is a third stage, which hopefully we won't get to that, and that, that would be our red, which means that everyone would do 100% virtual at home. Nobody would come on campus. So um, we started the year with blended, and the superintendent has extended that through Christmas. We will uh, re- reevaluate at Christmas to see which of those three levels we need to be at when we come back in January. So,
1: Randy, that is a little bit different than where we were last year.
4: Oh, yeah. And... Uh... I take it that uh, superintendents, all superintendents, follow those directions down to the schools, and how much does the governor of Alabama affect all this with the decisions that she comes out with?
11: Well, the, the main thing about that is we want to make sure we're in compliance with whatever is handed down. Um, I think the superintendents have a little bit of freedom. They, they have a choice as to, to what they think is best for their system. And again, uh, Dr. Lacey and working with the, uh, uh, the other members of central office, this, this is the plan that they came up with. We had a, a really good comprehensive plan over the summer. Um, we do have students that have the option. They can do full virtual, we call that BVA, that's our Beacon Virtual Academy. Uh, and then for the students who are returning to the brick and mortar building, uh, that, that's where we are with the, with the blended. But. We wanna make sure that everything we do is in compliance with what the governor says, and uh, the superintendent helps us uh, with those decisions.
4: How many students are you having to manage in the high school level to, to do these, three, these two major plans? How many students are you having to juggle all this with?
11: Well, the students that do virtual, the BVA, uh... probably close to a hundred students uh... maybe twenty five percent of the the school population they have their own facilitator they have their own administrator we do assist but most of the lead work legwork is done by other people so we really don't have them on our roster we do assist with that but but they're not on our roster. So that leaves, we have probably anywhere between 100 to 150 students on campus each day, where on a normal day, we would have around 400 students on campus. So uh, it is a lot different. Hall changes are a lot different. Um, I, I can say this, our discipline is way down. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, so yeah, it, it, it has its, its, its advantages. Um, the, the students do see the teachers less face-to-face. Within a two-week period, there's only five face-to-face sessions. Um, But the teachers are working, and we have a lot of tools uh, that the teachers uh, can use for the the virtual work when the students are at home. So they don't get two days off or three days off. They have work to do for two or three days. So it's like, as a teacher, I will set them up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, with their work, and then Thursday, Friday, they go home, and th- that's where they'll do practice, and that's where, the, where they will do something that necessarily doesn't need the teacher's guidance.
4: I know it's got to be tough for a home life with uh, both parents working or a single parent taking care, of, but they've got to go to their job, and hopefully the students are being disciplined enough to do their work. I know they have to, uh, they have to keep up their work so they can pass, so I'm sure that that's uh, troubling for the whole family. To have to
11: deal with that that is a little bit of a struggle uh, and but that's where uh, I guess where I come in as an administrator and miss Stanford comes in as administrators we every now and then they need to make a few phone calls home just to try to light that fire so uh, um, and we do we do understand that there is a strain on the on the families um, this this is tough uh, we do have a days and B days and we've done it alphabetically uh, on A days we have students with the last name A through K uh, and then uh, the rest of the alphabet on the B days, but we have siblings with different last names. And so to try to uh, try to help the parents out as much as possible, we've moved students from what would normally be one schedule to the other schedule so that mm. maybe two or three students can come at the same time and the parents aren't constantly having to, uh, you know, to uh, to, to monitor uh, on on both sets of days. So right. we, we do what we can to try try to accommodate. But yes, this is this is different for everybody, uh, right. for students, teachers, and parents
1: nationwide. Yeah, and, and Randy touched on it. How how do you see your students? Uh, how are they responding to this? Because it, it it is different. I know my daughter's a senior at Silicaga and there right. there's some mornings you know she's up at seven thirty in the morning because she has an eight o'clock virtual class. And then in the afternoon, she's going to school, and it's 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 havoc. It's a diff- whole different lifestyle f- for them. How do you see your students responding?
11: I, th- I think for the most part, um, our, our students have responded well. It's basically it's 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 almost the same as if it were just a normal normal school year. You have your students that are going to excel no matter what the situation is. And so they adapt very well. Then you have those students that uh, are, are just gonna get by, no matter what the situation is. So, you know, we we have we have those categories right now. We have students that have hit the ground running in August and they, they haven't looked back. And then, you know, then we have the students, like we mentioned earlier, you know, we have to make a few phone calls to try to keep them on track. Uh, but we would have to do that during a normal school year. Um, if anything, you know, just trying to show the students that, you know, no matter what the circumstances are, well, just like with the football game here tonight, uh, you know, it, the, the the show has to go on, school has to go on, and uh, uh, it may not look the same as it did last year, it may not look the same as it did five years ago, but uh, we have a plan in place to, uh, to help the students be successful.
1: And I thought about this last week, as I, you know, like I said, honored to have you, um, Schools run with money, yes. uh, and, and, and typically in a normal school year, um, you're paid per student at school, per attendance. How is it different in, in COVID? Do, do you your virtual kids, do they count as same as a classroom, or like you said, a brick-and-mortar brick student?
11: No, it it uh we we still get the credit for all the students. BVA, even though it is a a uh, uh, kind of a, we call it the virtual academy, it's still part of BB Comer High School. So those students are still enrolled in BB Comer High School. Uh, when we have, uh, well actually the, the homecoming ceremony that you had out here, several of those students were BVA students. So they're still a part of the BB the Comer family. And so as far as the state looks at that, we still get the credit. So if we had 400 students last year, we'll, we'll get credit for 400 students this year. Okay.
4: Uh, I've got another question. I'm glad you brought that up about the number. Uh, in terms of, uh, and I know the number of students has something to do with the class you're in, Second, 2A, 3A, 4A. Do you see any uptick in the number of students coming to Comer, or is it a decline or in increasing? We,
11: uh, we have some large, we have a large 8th grade class, and we have a very large 7th grade class coming in. It seems to kind of work in cycles here. Um, the reason we dropped from a 3A to a 2A, one, they, they started, they changed the way they classify. Instead of looking at uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, they, they started looking at ninth, 10th, and 11th grade. So they didn't look at the seniors who weren't going to be there the next year. They weren't counted in the equation. Hmm. Well, that dropped us down because we had a very small ninth grade and a very small 11th grade class. So we went from uh, a small 3A to really almost a small 2A. We're probably in the bottom third of the 2A category. Hmm. But the classification changed the way they do it, so that... uh, uh, that was one thing and the other like I said those two small classes so we have a we have one class our average grade size is probably around 70 to 75 we have one that's only 50 but now we have a seventh grade coming in that's almost 90 so like I said it it, it changes it varies year to year so in a couple of years when they reclassify when all of those seventh graders are ninth graders I mean there's a good chance we could bump back up to 3a yeah
4: I know uh depends on year to year
1: it does you know classifications every two years so right. you have to uh yeah you depending on where that you said that cycle comes in right to count you could it could be advantageous or, right. or could not be very advantageous
11: right. we we the last two years we were in a very very tough 3a region <laughs> I, I would say probably one of the toughest uh Three A regions in the state, uh, uh, the, and this two A has not been a cakewalk. I mean, there there's been some really really good competition. Uh, the one game we lost to Lynette, I believe they were the two A state champions last year, and, and they they played like it. You, I mean, that was a that was a tough game, and, and that that was our only loss for the year. So you know, we're still in a very tough region, um, yeah, but. but- I think we. you can just see from our record we're a lot more competitive.
4: No. When we when we did the radio when we were in Lynette, uh, didn't Lynette, they were, 1A 1A. They, they were 1A. They were 1A and
11: moved to and 2A stepped
4: up. this year. They lost 13 seniors, and they. Were, uh, when they had the senior night, they were going to lose eight. But they had another crowd coming up, and the quarterback that night was 255 pounds. <laughs>
11: yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you, you. If if they lost thirteen seniors, you couldn't tell it.
4: <laughs> well, you sure couldn't.
11: Well,
1: one one thing we have we have a task for you. you know, we're talking about this this new region we're in. Uh, who can you call to get rid of Randolph County? Just to move <laughs> move them. I mean, we, you talked about the region last year. They they were a powerhouse inside our region. Yes. And now they could be if if, if there could be a clash in, in two weeks here. Uh, for the right to play first-round playoffs at home. And and Randolph County may be that team that that you have to get through. Now, I talked to Coach Fawcett about it, and he believes his team has the the tools to do it. Now, he said whether they believe it or not, that they are a better team is is up to the players. But he he believes that um, this is the year to beat Randolph County.
11: Right. And I, th- I think if you talk to any of our players, they don't—they don't see it as a, a challenge. I mean, they see it as a challenge. They don't see it as something uh, uh, and uh, a goal that they can't reach. Um, they want Randolph County. We want Randolph County. Uh, uh, the boys are hungry. Uh, I think they're very well disciplined, and they're not going to back away from anybody.
4: Don't let them hold up signs like uh, some teams do. I want, we want Bama.
11: <laughs> no no yeah you i think i think that's part of the discipline too they uh you know they, they they know the role and uh uh they're they're more than happy to uh more than happy to play the role well all right well i think as we're getting
1: close to near halftime we're going to take a uh i think David's ready to go on so uh, mr Warlick, we thank you for 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 coming on with us and more importantly than that, we thank you for what you do for these students. And i am telling you, this was a wealth of, of knowledge uh, for the Kix 100.3 uh, nation that's listening on FM right now and in streaming on, on our different apps. Thank you for what you shared with us about B.B. Comer High School.
4: And all the teachers involved in all the schools around here. My daughter was just hired as a math teacher across the street here. And so she tells me the stories from what she has to do. And we just... Thank all our teachers and educators for what you have to deal with and, and do every day.
11: Well, thank you very much, and I just want to say, uh, Comer's back, baby, and go Tigers! We
1: <laughs> love it. We did what a way to go to the interview on the field with Coach Limbaugh and
9: the federal Wolves. Are you there, guys? We are here. I am here with the uh, head football coach of the Fayetteville Wolves and uh, Coach John Limbaugh. A uh, couple of quick scores by B.B. Comer uh, early on in this game, but i got to be honest with you. you got to be proud of your defense, how they settled down and got you back in the game.
1: Well, my defense is doing well. They settled down, and like I said, they got in the ball game and they gave us a couple opportunities. we got to convert on those opportunities that the defense gave us. We were unable to score a couple of times, and we got to be able to stick that ball in the end zone. And, of course,
9: when Pacey DeLoach has had time to throw the football, he can uh, strike it up pretty well. And, of course, uh, uh, I think your running game has got to get going a little better. What was the words that you give your football team at halftime?
1: You just stay the course, uh, perseverance, you know, and just stay the course and, and good things happen and, uh, and just got to, you know, don't let your house get too high and your lows too low, you know.
9: Hey, i got to ask you one other question. Greg Wyckoff asked me, uh, what kind of headache I would have trying to contain these uh, athletes at B.B. Comer, I'll ask you the same thing. Well, these
11: these,
1: these guys are pretty good. I mean, Coach uh, Fawcett's got some great uh, kids out there, and they're doing a good job, and, and uh, we're working our tails off. We're going to try best this half, absolutely.
9: Hey, good luck in the second half. Well, thank you. Thank you, Coach. Back to you guys. Thank you, David. Tell you what, we were
1: about a minute and a half from uh, the third quarter. We'll take a quick break. And we'll get started, get ready to get back to start this second half. 14 to nothing, the Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
6: Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu.
12: Renaissance Bank in Silicaga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you.
0: This is the third quarter of B.B. Comer High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Uh, David McCurley, you better stop and turn around because your job is not done. Oh, he's he said he is he's taken off the other way. Two oh seven to go before we get this thing kicked off in the second half. Fourteen to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves. We thank you for listening in tonight. We're thankful for the opportunity to be on Kicks one hundred point three. And Randy Kane is our social media specialist.
4: I got people saying keep us keep us updated, what's going on? Got a number of likes here and several comments, so <laughs>
1: And and you still have your 1970 Comer, the Comer um, yearbook open over there. I
4: should have asked him here, you know, uh, to find out what year it was, they stopped having majorettes. I want to mention the majorettes of my class, 1970. Donna McCormick was head majorette. Look at these. And Wayne Mims, he was a, we don't have a drum major now, do we? I think uh, we do. We do? Yes, sir. I know we got somebody gets on a ladder down there and I guess is that the drum major? And he did I mean he was into it. I mean he got into it. He got the crowd going. Then you got Carol Gooden, Debbie Graham, Sandy Horn, Myra Gooden, Debbie Floyd, Cindy Shell, Gail Ellison. I gotta quit reading.
1: And that was,
4: <laughs> I gotta stop. And that was
1: in that was in nineteen seventy. Seventy. I was it able, I wouldn't even We had yet.
4: beautiful majorettes <laughs> and cheerleaders. We did. We just they we, they were terrific. Well, Rand was great.
1: For the Comer Tigers coming out of halftime. I know coach Fawcett mentioned in with his interview with David that uh, you know, execution.
11: Yeah.
1: And and that he's right. The line is going to have to be in in sync with the, the backfield, the backfield in sync with the line. Um because this team can be unstoppable. The, the Comer be. Tigers can absolutely be unstoppable on offense.
4: And, again, we've said it many times, the offensive line, defensive line, when they step up and they're playing their A game, uh, that other offensive team is, is has a hard time getting through, gaining any yards. And, and the Comer defense, they pile on. And sometimes I can't even tell the numbers down there because I just say the whole team tackled him because uh, it's a gang tackle. One grabs on, and here comes four more. So – we're going to see what happens here. What the coaches uh, said at halftime. Uh, it's still a lot of football yet to be played, going into the third quarter. 14 to nothing, BB Comer, but and Com- they got to stay up.
1: That's right. Comer will receive the kickoff on the second half. That's on Welch, who is back deep. But you see, he's the only one back deep. The other 10 players. You're, you're ready for something up the sleeve of Coach Limbaugh in this kickoff. I mean,
4: you slow the Fayetteville Wolves down, give him time to get the ball, and give him a little running room.
1: Comer has survived the first two trick plays, and this will be a kickoff, and that'll be a kick, kick. it away from him. Yeah, it'll go out of bounds at the 20-yard line. That was number one, Levi Phillips on the kickoff, and – Coach Fawcett will take the penalty.
4: Well, it's hard to tell in high school whether he meant to kick it away from him or not because uh, you just you never know. But uh, I they're think gonna kick, they're going to kick it again.
1: Yeah, they are. They're going to make him. You're right.
4: Back it's, him up a little bit.
1: As David mentioned earlier, you have three uh, options. Now they'll go back to their more standard because the ball will go. Back to the 35-yard line. So you have De'Leon Welch, Devontae Carmichael. And I believe that is Cordes Harris back deep in the middle. Looks like De'Leon Welch and Carmichael will move up to the 30, and it's going to be a very short kick that will be fielded at the 35. And that's Devontae Carmichael, and he'll bring it up over the 45 to the 46. Good starting field position in the second half for the Comer Tigers.
4: The two brothers, Carmichael, are just uh, smooth runners. you see that left-right move? He was following the blockers uh, and the speed that they have.
1: James Carmichael, De'Leon Welch will split to the right of the formation. Raphael Johnson. Cortez Harris to the left. That's Chris Garrett in the backfield, and he'll get the handoff. That is a good run. That time he was able to put his head down, and he'll take it across midfield into Fayetteville territory at the 48.
4: And the offensive line for B.B. Comer on this side of the field, the left side of the the line, opened up some holes there. Did a good job of giving him room to run.
1: Chris Wilson and Corey Anderson leading the way drew home in the center get the snap Uh-oh. this time Devontae carmichael will keep it'll break a tackle at the 45 he's on his feet inside the 40 35 the pile will move and he's going to uh, go out of bounds and we have a penalty flag
4: that has to be a face mask yeah i
1: think it, we are going to get a face mask good call randy penalty flag at Did you hear Keith Mayfield? Oh, yeah, he's excited (laughs) over there. Getting the crowd going.
4: He didn't even need a microphone that
9: time. Hey, hey, can I give you something, guys? Of course, you asked me. You told me I was going the wrong way. Uh, In NASCAR, they call it a pit stop. I had to make one. Uh, But you're talking about Keith Mayfield now, the public address announcer. There's a guy sitting down below you in the uh, stands with an umbrella that was the PA announcer here for years, Mr. L.C. McMurphy. What a patriarch for Comer uh, Sports.
4: Yes, he is.
1: Uh-oh. 15-yard penalty for face match. Oh. Devontae Carmichael is going to pick it up. The ball is on the ground, <laughs> and he will go in Untouched. 18 yards for a touchdown. Oh. That was a disaster in the backfield.
4: There's a flag. Don't tell me wrong time, wrong place.
1: You see anything, David?
9: Yeah, this is going to be either a holding uh, call, but it's way downfield at the five-yard line, so it's going to end up costing us maybe two or three yards. It should probably be first and maybe 12 or 13 when this is over with. But you know what I think when I uh, see a play like that from Devontae Carmichael?
4: Mama can't teach speed. (laughs) No, you're right. And for those at home (laughs) listening, that was a a broken play. That Devontae turned into a touchdown, but now pull back because of do you say holding?
1: Holding. And it'll be a first down to be first and ten from the fifth. No, they're gonna they, they have to mark that back. Yeah, they're gonna go over and talk. I think
9: they really should just get the uh, chains situated here, Greg, because That penalty did happen on the five-yard line, or Mm -hmm. they marked it on the five, and I think now they're saying closer to the six. So it should be first down around the 16-yard line.
1: Yeah, it's going to be first, and it's going to be a very short first. It'll be first and eight. The way they bring it back. 10.47 to go in the third quarter, 14 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves.
9: And, Greg, let me correct or tell everybody, the the sticks never moved, okay? They're in their original place.
1: Devontae Carmichael. He has room. We'll keep it, and he'll go out of bounds at the 10. Yeah, David, I think the confusion came in. They actually moved the the stick the first down to to, two. They had it moved up three yards, and they had it first and 10, and they had to move those – Sticks back.
9: I think the confusion came in on the touchdown because the penalty flag was way over here. I think they moved the sticks when they thought it was a touchdown.
1: Devontae Carmichael will hand it off to Garrett. Garrett stumbled a little bit in yeah. the backfield, but he'll fall forward and I believe he's going to pick up enough for a first down.
4: When he cut back to the right is when he had to stumble, lost his footing. But he still, according to Keith, just said, uh, got a first down.
1: And it will be first and goal from the seven. Carmichael will hand it off to Garrett. He mm-hmm. took a big hit, was able to bounce off of it. Yeah. But he's just going to fall to his right. And that'll be a very sh- a short game to the five. Yeah. Raphael Johnson, James Carmichael, DeLeon Welch are your trips to the right, Cortez Harris, single receiver to the left, Garrett in the backfield with Devontae Carmichael and this is going to be a quarterback run all the way Devontae Carmichael is going to break a tackle, stay on his feet and spin and he's going to be inside the three, I think they're marking to him at the two
4: Good run by Devontae.
9: You know, that's the formation, Greg Wyckoff, that Coach Fawcett really, really loves you put trips on the opposite side and right, run your the fastest the player to the to the short side of the field, and what that does is it makes your linebackers have to run a long way to make that tackle.
1: Third and goal from the three. Power backfield. Corey Anderson and John Murphy are your fullback and your power back. That's going to be a quarterback sneak.
4: And on the snap,
1: and Devontae. it'll be a touchdown. He will. Yeah. De- Devontae Carmichael squeaks his way through the line for a touchdown.
4: And good thing that uh, Devontae a good basketball player because it uh, bounced up off the ground. to Take it in for a score.
1: So, David, you talked about adjustments for, for both coaches. Coach Fawcett has to be happy with this first drive from the Comer Tigers.
9: I bet that offensive line was challenged in the locker room for a better choice of words.
1: Same play, power eye to the left. Devontae Carmichael this time, the third different play <laughs> they've run out of this same set. Yep. The first time, they, they ran the traditional power play. Second time, they did the bootleg. Third time, they fake it, and then they sneak.
4: Yep, and Kamari Harris was wide open over there in that corner of the end zone.
1: So with 8.43 to go in the third quarter, Comer now up 22 to nothing over the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
5: What makes Garris' specialty special? Did you know Garris Pollen is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris' music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Silicaga. You're listening to BB
0: Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Field, 8.41 to go in the third quarter, 22 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves. Another kickoff by Drew Hallman and the Comer Tigers, and it will be kneeled down by the Wolves at the 28, their own 28. As it looks like the sky has cleared once again.
4: What's the weather going to be tomorrow for Saturday? We're going to have a pretty day.
1: I don't know, but Mr. McCurley on the sideline, I can't oh, tell if it's raining, raining or not because he's got his hoodie up the whole time.
4: Yeah, it, it is. Raining, but
9: I got to tell you, weather for tomorrow is hamburgers, hot dogs, and wings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> first and 10. Pacey DeLoach will hand it off. And I'm telling you, not, you're not going to get out of the clinches of Camor Harris. Nope. That was a good tackle. No gain on first down.
4: That was one-on-one, on one, wasn't it?
1: And Camor, only a ninth grader. And he was the kid I, I would go back to the station at work. i tell everybody about this eighth grader. And, you know, everybody pictures an eighth grader would be about 5'2", 90 pounds. No, this kid is a, he's an athlete, and, yes, he, he and he's only a freshman. Trips both sides of the formation. Deloach looking to throw it. He'll swing it out to his left.
4: That stiff arm didn't work for Fable. To your to the uh, comment about the eighth grader, uh, I've tried to tell a lot of the alumni and those that uh, come sometimes, and you know, some come here all the time for the ball games, of what Comer has in that eighth, ninth, and tenth grade level. The athletes that are coming up, the speed, the athletic ability that Coach Fawcett has put together out here.
1: A short pickup. On the throw be third and six. Deloach looking to throw the ball again. He'll swing it out, pass a little high intended for for Barrett.
4: A little bit over his head, and probably the ball's a little damp.
1: Yeah, Randy, because I tell you, as much as you try unless you have ball dryers on yeah. the field, these balls they they absorb water and you, and you can wipe and wipe and wipe all you want. The balls get heavier. Yep. And uh, they are. They're harder to throw. And on that one, I think we saw that might be harder to catch.
4: But you got to give Fayetteville's quarterback, Pacey, the uh, Del- loach.
1: you got to um, give him a lot of credit because on a fourth and six, he throws a slant across the middle. And that's going to be a first down across midfield into Tiger territory at the 45.
4: And he throws a rocket too. It's a, a nice spiral fastball.
9: Good to call, David. No doubt about it, and that was the same kid receiving that football that took uh, the knee on the kickoff. He really heard it from the B.B. Comer sideline about uh, taking the knee there. I think he just got his due back there on a big first down for the Wolves.
1: They'll break the huddle. Deloach will <clears throat> get his pass complete down the sideline. It's Dayleon Welch on the tackle, but not before. I still can't. I think it's number one. It's hard to tell. Two, three.
4: Shirts all wrinkled (laughs) up. On the reception,
1: you're talking great. That was number three. Number three. Three. So, yeah, his shirt's all wrinkled up. That's Case and Bryant.
4: And he's all by himself. Nobody around him. No defender anywhere. Yeah,
9: we came on the blitz, and Raphael Johnson was the guy getting to Pacey Deloach, and how would you like to get there only to find out a 40-yard reception?
1: Deloach again to throw. He'll get that pass. Will be called a curl route at the 21. And that's Cortez Harris quick on the tackle. They're actually marking at the 20. Bring up second and three. But Randy and David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it before this game's over with. One of those defensive backs is going to jump one of those throws. And it, it's going to be a pick six.
4: That was a. Close opportunity just then. But Deloach.
1: It, boy, that ball rolled to him. He picks it up. He's able to complete the pass. Ooh. And James Carmichael with a <laughs>
4: that
1: was a rodeo roundup tackle on <laughs> number twenty two, Zeke Deloach.
4: He jumped off his horse and steered him to the ground. That that was not that was nice, <laughs> Mr. Kane. Well, you said rodeo, it's <laughs> what came to mind. You ever been to a live professional rodeo?
1: I have, yes, sir. Wow. I actually went to, I'll tell you after this play, third and eight. Twins, both sides of the formation. Deloach, this time it's going to be a delayed draw. and
4: Got nowhere. That's a loss on the play.
1: Yeah, that was 38. Camden Keaton, who kind of, he was trying to struggle and keep his feet on the handoff and, I just couldn't get away from the Comer defenders. Lost in the plane, bring up fourth and 14. No, when I was in college up in Nacogdoches, Texas, at Stephen F. Austin, not far from Nacogdoches, Texas, was Don Gage Rodeo Mm -hmm. on every Thursday night. And we would go to the rodeo. And they're interesting if you haven't been to one. Deloach on fourth down, pass across the middle. That pass is going to be incomplete
4: and did touch the B.B. Comer defender. Could have been an interception. The
1: receiver was Cadence Barrett, and he got a hand on the ball. And, David, that was close to being a reception.
9: Let me tell you something. That was close to being an immaculate reception. What an effort that was by Barrett. But B.B. Comer was there. It would have picked up the first down. But, hey, give this defense a lot of credit. They uh, give up a couple of big plays there as Fable went down the field. But, Uh, credit their defensive line for getting back there to uh, Deloach on a couple of plays.
1: We'll turn it over to the Tigers' handoff. We'll go to Raphael Johnson. He'll take it to the 32, a gain of three.
4: You mentioned when you lived in Texas. When I lived in Texas, Plano, Texas, my first rodeo was in Mesquite, Texas, to see professional Cowboys, and I didn't see any Indians, but I saw a lot of Cowboys, tough Cowboys. I think hockey players and rodeo riders are tough.
1: Raphael Johnson on the carry. and I, That was number 54, Dakota Ogle, who was able to grab onto his jersey and hold him up to the cavalry game.
9: You know, that play right there, the timing was off on it because, again, our snap was low. That's about the fourth or fifth time tonight we've had a low snap. And it just creates a, a bad uh, timing for your running back and quarterback to get on sync.
1: That'll be a loss of one. or we'll bring up third and eight. Ball on the left hash, trips to the left, single receiver to the right, Cordes Harris. And this is going to be Devontae Carmichael who will keep it and spin. And I think he's going to be about a yard short. A good tough run is that time. Usually he dances around, but he, yeah. he kind of slammed that one in there and he will pick up the first down at the 39.
4: Good deal, BB Comer.
1: I believe that was one of those left foot, right foot, and we got the left foot on that one. Yep. Trips right. Single receiver to the left. That's Raphael Johnson. Good job by the Wolf defense because that's what Johnson likes to do. He, he doesn't slam it up in there like Garrett does. Right. He likes to kind of pick his way, dance around, find that hole, and then hit that gear that nobody else has on this field. But that time, the Wolves, great job containing he's it.
4: He's got a good set of eyes because he's following his blocking. He's following that front line. And uh...
1: Devontae Carmichael will keep it.
4: Oh, my.
1: And he will be
4: Luke White
1: taken down for a loss.
4: Big loss. That was a beautiful tackle, too. You got to give that young man credit. That was, he was right in the right place, right time. Good form, good tackle.
9: You know, guys, uh, going to the Coach Limbaugh show the last couple of weeks with K.J. and their staff, Luke White has been absent from their lineup for about four weeks, and he's glad to get him back.
1: Third and nine. Devontae Carmichael will hand it off. That's Raphael Johnson. He's going to weave his way, and this is going to be another close spot. This is a a 10-yard run, depending on where they mark this football.
4: He's backing it up a fraction.
1: I think we get the right foot on that one. It'll be on the 49, and they need to be just across the 49.
4: This is in uh, inches.
1: Well, they just moved the ball up a couple inches. We're going to get a measurement on this. And this is going to be, this will be very close to a first down as they bring the sticks. I think David's going to get in position. And isn't it great to have a sideline reporter?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's working out pretty good. They'll
9: stretch it out, and that's first down.
4: First down, BB Comer, by
1: about three quarters of a football. So, yeah, Raphael Johnson on a big third down run, third and ten, and he's able to pick it up. One forty to go in the third quarter, man. This third
9: quarter is just rolling wrong.
4: Hey, David, do you know if uh, Luke White from number thirteen for Fevill is his dad uh, Tony?
9: No, that is not no relation. I do know that. For I do not know who the young man's dad is, but I know Tony, and he couldn't be that fortunate.
1: <laughs> First and ten. <laughs> Comer from the 49, that's Raphael Johnson, and he will take it over left end, and that'll be another. It doesn't seem like he gets these chunks of yardage every time he gets the ball, but he just glides downfield, that's another nine-yard pickup. Yep. And he'll cross midfield into Wolf territory at the 42.
4: Next week, I'm going to make it a mission to get the stats on these young men from Coach Fawcett.
1: Devontae Carmichael. This will be a quarterback keeper, and he'll go over the left side. That'll be a first down down at the 37, but I was watching big.
4: 65.
1: Yeah, Zach Carpenter continue his block (laughs) 10 yards deep behind the play.
4: And he was at his back, too. <laughs> I was a little nervous about a yellow flag coming out.
1: Yeah, that was a, a, a pancake around midfield. Yeah. But another Comer first down, first and ten from the Wolves, 36. Devontae Carmichael. James Carmichael comes across the formation, and he'll get the sweep. Mm. So that's the jet sweep that didn't work. Nah, that one went the wrong way, and that's going to be a big loss. Loss of four. Bring up second and 14. James
9: that should I be the last play of the third quarter here, guys. They, if they wish, they don't have to snap it again. They can talk about this next play. Well,
1: it looks like they're going. Now, I thought the linemen were. The linemen are at the line of scrimmage, and all, all the other backs they are they're just kind of hanging around midfield.
4: You got nine seconds on the. You're about a two second difference between snapping the ball and then ending the quarter.
1: And that will be the end of the third quarter where it's 22 to nothing. The Comer Tigers lead the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosapines Federal Credit Union and tonight live on Kicks
12: 100.3. The credit union mission, people helping people, has never been more important than now. We understand that the COVID-19 pandemic may cause financial hardship. As your trusted financial partner, Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union is here for you. Call 800-237-9789 or email us at cpfcu at cousapinesfcu.org.
6: Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step-by-step, step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com.
0: This is the fourth quarter of B.B. Comer High School Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 22 to nothing is our score. The Comer Tigers over the Fayetteville Fayetteville Wolves. This is a region four, class 2A game. Right now, Comer three and one in the region. Fayetteville one and three. Comer sitting number three in the region. Lynette Randolph County, both at four and oh. We know our one loss this year was to Lynette, and we know we have a crash course collision uh, with Randolph County, but... um, Talked about, it, Randy, this is a, a one game at a time. You know, Coach Fawcett is, uh, he's teaching this team that. We have to take care of, of this week. Um, but I'm excited. I, I'm excited what's going to happen here at Legion Stadium in a few it's, weeks.
4: It's got to be one play at a time. Preparation all next week. Keeping everybody healthy, ready to play. It's a mindset, attitude, and uh you don't look at uh, Randolph County as some gigantic something. I know they're a great team, and they're undefeated. But Comer can play with them.
1: Second and 14. Twin receivers, both sides of the formation. Chris Garrett in the backfield with Rafael. And Raphael's going to, no, I'm sorry, that is Devontae. He'll keep it himself, and he'll stay on his feet. And he's he's going to break tackles. 20, 15, 10, cut inside.
4: Touchdown, Comer. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What a beautiful run. He broke
1: about six tackles. At least. David, this is the magic man is back. I mean, we've been waiting for the magic man to, to come back, and he has made his appearance tonight.
9: Well, you know, one of the things that propelled that touchdown run right there Devontae Carmichael never stopped moving his feet when he was in the grasp of other people and was spinning and turning. He still kept moving his feet and that's what got him the touchdown. What a great, great athletic ability.
4: Now this game's being televised. Uh, Who is that? TV 47?
1: Power Eye and Chris Garrett will take it in for the two-point conversion.
4: So those listeners can catch this game on TV.
1: 30 to nothing. The Comer Tigers with the lead.
4: That was a beautiful run. That's all you can say. That was just determination. I'm going to score this touchdown, and he did it. Hey, Unbelievable run.
9: You know, something I want to make mention to you guys, too, I know we, we never want to look ahead, and, and as Randy mentioned, we want to stay focused with Randolph County coming in here in a couple of weeks, but next week Randolph County plays Lynette. That game has a very big bearing on what happens in two weeks if we take care of business next week as well.
1: You're absolutely correct, but I know we're going in next week to a Vincent team who is two and 2-3, but 2-1 and one in the region would love nothing more than to put a kink into these Comer Tigers plans.
9: Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. That place up there is a tough place to go get a win on a football field. Ask these Fayetteville Wolves. They lost good by four points or level six level points, it was here. to uh, uh, Vincent a couple of weeks ago on a back and forth game. I tell you, Vincent's got some very, very good football players.
1: Drew Hallman to kick off. And this will be a good kick. Will hit at the 20, be picked up at the 16. He stepped out. Downfield, an initial hit with Zach Murphy. And the Fayetteville Wolves will take over first and 10 from the 26.
9: Hey, guys, you know what the best thing that has happened for the B.B. Comer Tigers here in the last several minutes? It well, stopped raining. <laughs> it is not raining at all right now. And they really, this is the juncture of the game where you may start to think about getting some uh, other guys on the field with, uh, about 11 minutes and some change left in this game and start getting some of those youth guys in there to keep injury from happening to your starters.
1: Well, David, you're going to see one who is my my favorite, and that's number 25, Richard Weed. Mm-hmm. He'll be on the field in just a little while. Bailey Deloach looking to throw. He's oh. going to be forced out.
4: <laughs> they just sandwiched up that little quarterback.
1: That was Adam Odom. Yeah. Corey Anderson. And Hagen DeLee was in hot pursuit. And that's going to be a sack. We hadn't seen a lot of those tonight.
4: How many yards did he lose on that one?
1: Set. About, about eight. Yeah. And we've seen Pacey DeLoach kind of get out of those jams, but that time uh, couldn't get away from the big guys. Deloach dropped straight back this time got he's going of time. deep downfield and that pass is going to be incomplete but De'Leon Welch took a good angle at that one
4: yeah, he and, overthrew him three or four feet it was a beautiful pass it just a little overthrown him.
1: but David that was in that was in front of you again and you had a good <laughs> advantage it looks like the Fayetteville Wolves Those receivers are getting a step or two on the cornerbacks.
9: No doubt about it. And then you mentioned the safety coming over there was a little late. He took a good angle, but a a little bit less mustard on that pass. And I'm going to tell you something, that might have been six points.
1: Be third and 17. Deloach looking to throw an out. And it looks like both his receivers curled at the 30 and 35.
4: Yeah, there was nobody out there.
1: And that'll bring up fourth down, and I imagine you would have to uh, punt from this position of the field. But Coach Limbaugh on the other sideline, and we talked. This isn't a normal year in anyway. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we may we we may see some, but it looks like they're going to be in a that punt formation high snap and the punt will get off it'll land at the 44 and it'll be picked up by welch at midfield he'll stay on his feet and he's going to be 45 and make his way to the 42
4: those kind of punts hit the hit the ground pick it up like a a second baseman makes you nervous but he held on to the ball controlled it Kept his footing over there. it almost hit the ground.
1: And, boy, you talk about, they always say keep your head on a swivel. And I'll have to give props to Pacey DeLoach for the Fayetteville Wolves because he just came up, and Zach Murphy was the recipient of the hit. So the Tigers will take over first and ten. Off the punt from the Wolves, 42. They'll hand it straight up the middle. That's Raphael Johnson. He'll pick up four. He's gotten his chunks of yardage, but hasn't quite been able to, to break free tonight.
4: Yep. Yep. They There's a hole there, but the hole is not long enough down the field for him to break.
1: Now they will do two tight end. Raphael Johnson.
4: Now there's a hole.
1: 35, 30, and that flag came in from all the way in the back, and I think uh, James Carmichael is going to either get a hold or a block in the back on the far side. A few grumbles come from the loyal Tiger Nation in the stands tonight.
4: Yeah. Well, they've closed up all their umbrellas.
1: And that's gonna be yeah, a block in the back, and that was uh which is tough. I mean, Carmichael, James Carmichael out there on the island. You're you're blocking all on the island by your by yourself. And the pin would bring it back and make it second and ten. They'll give it to Johnson, mm. and he is.
4: Closed up quickly. I look like a
1: pinball. Wherever he turned, he was bouncing off a wool defender. They'll wrap him up. Actually, with a loss of two.
4: Mm.
1: Bring up third and 12.
4: You got to give Fayetteville Wolves kudos. I mean, they're not quitting. They're not giving up.
1: 30 to nothing the score, 931 to go in the fourth quarter. Comer Tigers over the Fayetteville Wolves, and David turned into a, a pretty pleasant tonight night here at Legion Stadium.
9: It's easy for you to say sitting up there dry, but if you're, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different story. But you did give me your jacket.
1: Third and twelve. Handoff goes to Johnson. He'll take it to the 41. That'll bring up fourth and nine.
4: Well, David, it's not completely dry up here where they where they got this camera mounted with all this wires. Uh, the entire table, I've got a whole roll of paper towels soaking it up.
9: Yeah, we've got to uh, do something about staking our a little better uh, for Radio Alabama. And uh, after this play here or change of possession, Greg, I want to give you a, uh, a little story on the uh, opposite side, Coach Limbaugh, about not quitting.
1: Wins both sides of formation going forward on fourth and nine. Four, Devontae Carmichael will mm. roll out to his right, looking for Deion Welch at the 30, and that ball is going to be high and out of bounds. The Tigers will turn it over to the
4: Wolves. Devontae was hit pretty good on that right after he threw that ball.
9: Greg, I was going to tell you, you guys, uh, Randy made a good point about the Wolves not quitting. Well, John Limbaugh's a guy that don't quit either, you know. Uh, he's, a, he's a pastor, he's, a, he's an athletic director, f- head football coach, but he's also a farmer. And a few months ago, you know, he got kicked in the face by a cow and uh, honestly thought he was going to lose vision. And through his fight and through uh, the doctors up in uh, Birmingham done, doing a great job, he's, uh, he's glad to be back out here on this field.
4: And I'm sure there were oh a lot of prayers too, David.
9: No doubt about it. His faith is uh, unwavering, as well as his uh, coaching abilities too. He, he's got these kids believing, and of course, uh, uh, they're gonna they're gonna win some uh, football games down the road. I know there's a timeout on the field, but Greg, I got to tell you, a new rivalry. We talked about this one that's, that's gotten better and, and gotten started over the last several years. A new rivalry that is starting this year is our Childsburg Tigers, who I call will go down to Farm Links field the last game of the year to take on the Fable Wolves, and that'll be a good contest in that one as well.
1: You're absolutely right. I got caught doing what Randy does. I was, I was answering some questions about the game. Uh, on Facebook. So we appreciate you listening in. The whole audience that listens in, whether it's the app, whether you're online at RadioAlabamaSports.net or on our Radio Alabama Sports uh, app on your phone. And uh, tonight, you can ride around in your car and listen to it on 100.3. Bailey Deloach looking to throw, and that oh. pass is in oh. and out of the hands of an intended receiver at the 47. In the ground. The, the Comer faithful thought there was a hold on the play. But the pass incomplete, bring up second and 10 with 8.24 to go in the fourth, 30 to nothing. Comer leads. Pacey Deloach looking to throw pressure in the backfield. He'll roll out and he'll go deep. But threw into double coverage, and that pass is incomplete down to twenty yard line.
4: Oh yeah, Greg, uh, this Facebook thing here po- posting the scores for them. I've got Silicon Aggies talking about their friends with the coach, or friends with this one, and uh, so we've got uh, we got quite a few here.
1: Clock stops eight thirteen. We'll bring it in the fourth. We'll bring up third and ten.
9: You know, Greg, Randy talked about the athletic ability of Pacey Delos. Did you see how far he threw that ball on the run being drugged down?
4: Yes, he has got an arm on him. There's no doubt he's an athlete.
1: And he'll get a chance to do it again. He rolled to his right. And that time, I don't know if the ball slipped. That was Chris Wilson chasing him down. But that one kind of flittered out of his hand. It'll be incomplete. Bring up fourth down. Well, David, you talked about it. Pacey's brother, Bailey, a tremendous quarterback who actually works at the at Resolute where we all work right now, and had a chance to go to college to play football.
9: Absolutely, down to Point University. A lot of the Fayetteville kids have gone down there and it uh, worked out for him, but i tell you what, he was fun to watch. You couldn't hem him up in a thimble.
1: And now this is a tra- traditional punt formation. End over end kick will hit it to 34. Take a Fayetteville bounce, and they'll pick it up at the 16-yard line where the Comer offense will take over with 7.56 to go in the ballgame, 30 to nothing. Comer with the lead. David, you mentioned uh, other kids maybe coming into the game. But it looks like the starters uh, still in the field for the Comer Tigers.
9: Yeah, but you know, late in the game against Chillsburg, Raphael Johnson took a lot of snaps. I don't wonder if you might see that here later in this game as well.
1: Carmichael, he'll keep it, and he'll take it over the 25, and he'll step out at the.
4: And almost ran through his own players on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, 28, that's going to be real close to the first down. If it's not, and it is a first down.
9: I tell you, I'll say it once again. You, can, you can. Your mother can teach you a lot of things, but she can't teach you speed. And that's just something that Devontae Carmichael has got that is just hard to defend. And he, he, and tonight
1: he looks determined when he's yeah. running. The, we haven't seen that yet this year. A lot of determination. Oh, that he, was
4: a beautiful hesitation.
1: Raphael Johnson,
4: and then took off like he shot out of a cannon.
1: Up the middle for a gain of five.
9: Right after that play, guys, I looked at Coach uh, Fawcett. He grimaced right after second because again, that was a low snap again. Uh, they got to get that corrected.
1: Gain of four, second and six. Devontae Carmichael will keep it again, but he'll run right into A defender.
9: That's number fifteen. I believe that's number seventy-five, Five. Greg. Oh, Five, he I is. He has is been in the backfield a lot tonight for the Fayetteville Wolves.
4: And he's six foot, two hundred pounds, a senior,
9: Henry Barrett.
4: Yeah, he's a he's a big young man.
1: No gain on the play as the clock keeps moving. Six twenty-four in the fourth quarter. Third and seven, trips to the left, single receiver to the right. That's Harris split wide right. Carmichael. He'll swing it. Now that was actually Harris who was on the trips formation on the other
9: side.
4: Did you catch that uh, Fayetteville defender then that just made that tackle? That was a beautiful tackle.
9: It was number 18 and also your quarterback, number two, Pacey So That
4: was Jacob Weiss. Pacey to Loach. That was a, a pretty nice fundamental tackle.
9: Another no gain. That was kind
1: of a bubble screen out of the trips formation that took a little time to develop, and uh, you got it's got that's got to be a little bit quicker, a little bit a little bit quicker. It's a long throw. They'll punt. Chris Wilson.
4: Now that was a good snap.
1: And that was a good punt. Yeah. We hit it to thirty nine.
4: Got a good coma roll. Still rolling.
1: Boy, you would say the there's a crown on that field. That ball kept rolling all the way down to the 25. <laughs> David, I tell you, ever since Chris Wilson took over the punting duties, he's not your typical looking punter. He he he's the starting left tackle, plays a lot on defense. He's a big guy, but i tell you, every time he punts the ball, it takes a coma roll
9: well that that comes from uh, having strong legs and and getting that that football up in the air and another thing too you don't have to kick it and get a five or six uh second hang time if it's effective kicking it away from the returner hey why not and that's exactly what they did there hey and I, you know we talked about uh You know, Coach Fawcett with the steak and baked potatoes in the pregame. I was wondering how much you guys will give me if I walk up to him and ask him if I could start singing Dandy Don here.
1: (laughs) First and ten, I believe that was Luke Luke. Yeah, on the carry. He'll take it up to the 32. DeLeon Welch in on the tackle. Gain of seven will bring up second and three. That is a tight huddle right there. The Wolves come out of it. They'll send twins to the right side of the formation. They keep them pretty pretty close to the tight end. That'll be another handoff. That's Brady Richie. And he'll pick up a first down at the 38.
4: That was a good smooth run. He had some blocking on the far side of the field, so they were opening up some holes for
9: him. Zach Murphy in on the tackle. You know, I think if you're looking at it from a Fayetteville point of view, you you know, they've played the harder part now of their region schedule uh, with already playing Lynette and Randolph County and B.B. Comer. I think right now they're just working on next week. Hey, let's get back to running the football, and let's see if we can't do something well for next week.
1: David, my man, is checked on the field. Number 25, Richard Weed, free safety. Deep pass downfield. That is going to be incomplete down at the
4: 24. Well, that receiver was a little uh, upset about that.
1: It went through the hands of couldn't see who was defending on the play. I thought it was an interception and then they came up with the ball because we've seen crazy stuff like that right. all year long, Randy. I mean, it's been like once a game that
9: something something yep. like that happens. The defender on that play, Greg, was number 15.
1: Jesse Graham. And he's out at left cornerback now. Twins to the right. Deloach oh. pass. Oh there he is. He says, I don't only punt and play left tackle, but I can play left in and swat the ball down (laughs) too, Chris Wilson. (laughs) That
4: was like a volleyball slam back in your face.
1: Wilson, a big, tall, kind of lanky player. Was able to get his hands up and knock it down and be third and ten.
4: I bet it stung because Pacey Deloach from Fayetteville can throw the football. And up that close with the way he zips the ball.
1: Clock stopped, 3.38 to go in the fourth, third and 10, 30 to nothing. Comer leads. Deloach looking to throw. His pass is complete at the 48.
4: And looks like uh, did he get past the first down marker?
9: Close. No, he did not. He's about a yard short. But I tell you what, a dangerous play by B.B. Comer going for that interception that Greg talked about earlier. And they didn't make it. And of course, if, if that receiver stays in bounds, there is six points. Yeah, that's
8: my first down.
1: Well, they will call it enough for a first down at the forty-eight. The nose of the football right on the fabled forty-eight yard line. Break the huddle. Twins to the right. I backfield tall sweep to the right and it is
4: he has stopped
1: yeah zach murphy was zach murphy richard weed comes up off the bottom of the pile and david just richard weed yeah just so you know david richard weed is the brother to the carmichael brothers he's the younger one
9: wow that means uh he must uh, eat some jets in his Wheaties too, because who's the fastest of all of them? I, they all
1: could beat. They all could start on the four by one hundred team. I'll just tell you that.
9: And it doesn't matter which one anchors.
1: That's right. Second and nine.
4: Whistle on the play.
1: Low snap, but now we'll get some players in. Chris Garrett will come off the field, and eighth grader. Raylon Sims will come in. Now, number 53, Jay Gaddis, a sophomore, will come into the game. Looks like Noah Wimmer will come off. That penalty on Fayette will take him back to the 44. It'll be second and 14. Deloach will hand it off. That's Zach Murphy in. Zach's been on in a lot of tackles tonight.
4: He has. He was in the backfield and caught him from behind.
1: Gain of two. Bring up third and 12. David, I wanted to get you to kind of interview the cheerleaders tonight, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to do
4: that another night.
9: I'll do it whatever night they've got food.
4: I did hear Keith say a moment ago, hot dogs at
1: $1.50. Bailey Deloach on third down. Pass is complete. As he was going out of bounds under heavy pressure, Pass is complete across midfield, and that'll be a first down at the
9: 41. Randy, I got a question for you. Okay. If hot dogs are $1.50, can I buy half a one? I'll split it with you. I you mean, wolf. that's all That's all I got. I'll split it with you. <laughs> Just catch up, brother. <laughs>
4: I want to work, so it's got to have kraut. Mm.
1: The Wolves have it first and 10 from their 41 as we're nearing... One twelve to go in the ball game. DeLoach
3: looking time. to throw,
1: and that pass is complete on the sideline to thirty yard line. But... Another first down. Hey, yep. Another
4: first down. go ahead,
9: David. Well, I was just going to say, the starters on this football team over here on this sideline. You don't think it means a lot to keep that goose egg up there for Fayetteville? They are really rallying, trying to get this bunch out there to keep them out of the end zone
1: nobody pressuring Deloach on that. He can, he, if he stands back there, that kid can pick you apart.
4: Well, those seniors will really get on those 8th and ninth graders that's out there right now.
1: And we've got a timeout. On the field, we got a timeout with 101 to go in the ballgame. 30 to nothing. Comer leads over the Fayetteville Wolves. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, brought to you by Coosipine's Federal Credit Union, and tonight live on Kicks 100.3.
12: renaissance bank in Silicaga has the best banking solutions for you checking savings and more opening an account is easy learn more by downloading the renaissance bank app renaissance bank understanding you
7: you've been to the doctor for an injury and now it's time for physical therapy where do you turn it depends on what you want if you want quick recovery if you want to feel better than before if you want to be treated by the best, choose Todd Malone and Star Physical Therapy in Silicaga. Star Physical Therapy in Silicaga, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one.
0: You're listening to B.B. Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 59.9 seconds to go in the football game, 30 to nothing. The Comer Tigers with a
4: lead.
1: The offsides on B.B. Comer.
4: Mm. Well, these young players here, they're getting a little bit of experience there. Uh, fables moving the ball, with some really good pass, pass uh, patterns, and uh, now.
1: Well, David, I mean, Randy, they took out. Now the starting defense is on the, at the timeout was to put the starters back in. Yeah.
4: Those seniors don't want, uh, they want to keep that goose egg up there.
1: First and four. Deloach will roll to his left. He's under duress in the backfield. Mm -hmm. He'll be tripped up.
4: Well, big difference in two plays ago and then putting the starters back in to shut that down
1: they'll call timeout we'll keep it right here uh david mccurley on the sideline for us tonight he is the voice of the chillsburg tigers david where are the chillsburg tigers because actually we're on the we're on the home network uh tonight of the chillsburg tigers kicks uh 100.3 where will you be next week
9: next week Well, for the next two weeks, we are at the friendly confines of John Cox Stadium. We're tired of traveling. (laughs) Uh, We will be at home next week as uh, Pike County comes to town, and then the week after we'll be Trinity Presbyterian. And then, of course, I mentioned the last week of the season we go on the road down to Fayetteville. But, uh, you know, last night was a tough night at Montgomery Catholic, but i got to tell you the same thing happened down there, guys. We, we got a muff punt and actually run it in for a touchdown, but you can't advance one. So we had it first and 10 on the 11-yard line, and they called a timeout and put their starting uh, defense in there to keep us from scoring. And, uh, hey, I, I know Coach Fawcett wants the uh, goose egg as well. So uh, let's see if uh, they can hold them out here. Hey, and crowd getting up, give all that to Michael Hill. He's the one that does that every time. <laughs>
1: Second and four, the ball on the Comer 22-yard line. 48 seconds to go. DeLoach, again under pressure, he's being Wilson on the pressure. He's able to dump it off downfield, and that is going to be a first down at the 16.
4: Well, the Fayetteville quarterback was under a lot of pressure, but he still handled it and got a good pass off for another first down.
1: And you had to give credit he's throwing the ball really good, but you've got to give credit to the Wolf receivers because they're running the routes. They know when he when he's in trouble, you come back to your quarterback and and they're doing a good job of that.
9: Guys, I think there was a penalty flag on that play as well. Yeah, I just looked
1: up and didn't see the chains move and
9: waiting on uh, Matt Caldwell to give us a call. That's going to
1: be on the Comer Tigers. Here it Mm. comes,
9: yeah, holding against the defense.
1: And that'll march the ball inside the 15 to the 13.
4: With 38 seconds left in the game.
1: 30 to nothing is a score, and that's not the issue. The issue is preserving the shutout, because that's what Coach Hale wants. You know, Coach Fawcett wants it too.
9: Remember this same formation at the end of the first half, and uh, we had an interception on the goal line.
1: Trips left, single receiver to the right. I don't think we're going to see a run here. I think we're going to see Deloach trying to make some magic. He'll throw it up in the end zone, double coverage. And that was a good job, Cortez Harris.
4: Good defense back there. Knocked that ball down. He's right able, in the
1: corner of the end zone. That's, that's over and under coverage. Harris was under him, and De'Leon Welch was over the top of him. And that time they weren't full. The, the trips were on this side, the single receivers on that side, and Comer did a good job of keeping an eye on what was going on, on the other side of the field. Second down second and 10 from the 13, 28 seconds to go in the ball game, 30 to nothing, Comer leans, trying to preserve the shutout, Deloach, pass in the end zone, that pass is going to be caught, caught, touchdown, Fayetteville, what a catch by Zeke
9: Deloach. Wow, good me play. Tell you. That was a great play, not only the catch, you said, Greg Wyckoff, but Pacey Delos threw that only one place it could be, and that's to give his uh, receiver a chance to catch it. Nobody else had a chance to get a hand on that ball.
4: Right. That, was a, that was a beautiful play. The goose egg has gone away.
9: Extra
1: point attempt by Levi Phillips, and he'll boot it through with 22 seconds to go in the football game. Fayetteville hits the scoreboard, but BB Comer with the lead thirty to seven. We'll take a quick break, come right back, and get to the end of the ballgame. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and tonight live on Kicks one hundred point three.
7: Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Silicaga has you covered.
0: You're listening to BB Comer Football on the Comer Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium, where the rain has tapered off, and the Comer Tigers look like they're going to come out, come over with a win tonight. Twenty-two seconds to go in the football game, up thirty to seven over the Fayetteville Wolves.
4: And I'm happy to see that the crowd has stayed here to the bitter end.
1: And some, because the stands look actually, the stands look wetter than what the field looks like.
4: It does. Look at all the water on those, on those benches. A lot of wet bottoms out there today.
1: And the Wolves kick off. I don't think they're going to kick an onside kick here, but that'll be a short kick fielded by De Leon Welch. Oh. And, oh, I thought he was going to catch a seam. Uh, and we're going to see really how fast this kid is. He's tackled up at the 42.
4: Defender got his hand around his hip, it looked like.
1: I talked to Coach Fawcett about De'Leon Welch, and I said, Coach, he he doesn't get to touch the ball a lot. He is an electric football player, has amazing speed, and Coach came back and said, you know, we just don't have confidence in our passing game right now. You know, there's not really a lot of confidence, and I – I think you saw that again tonight, not not consistent. You know, um, it looks like Comer will
4: take a knee.
1: Yeah, take a knee. Devontae Carmichael will take a knee and that will be the last play of the football game. Comer Tigers defeat the Fayetteville Wolves 30 to seven. I think David, I think he might try to get us a post game interview. David's working overtime tonight. It's Coach Limbaugh and Coach Fawcett. Shake hands in the middle of the football field. Tell you what, two good coaches right there, Randy. Two really good guys.
4: Great educators, great men. Let's get a word for these young people.
9: Let's get a word with Coach Adam Fossett. A uh, great victory for your football team. Uh, since the first of the year, your football team has continued to get better uh, each and every week. Your assessment of the second half after being up uh, 14-0 in the first half? Uh,
13: I thought we played better. We came out and scored. Now was a big thing is to come out and get a score. So uh, we still had a couple drives squelched uh, defensively. I thought we played well. Played lights out and. Um, you know, we, we wanted to keep a shutout in the end. So we were letting guys play, but we put the first defense back in. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was tough giving up that score because the guys wanted it. Uh, they wanted to get a shutout for Coach Hale as, a, as the defense coordinator. But uh, hey, we'll take a 37 win. It's a region win, gives us our fourth region win on the season, uh, gives us our sixth win on the season, which ties our, our win total for last year. So uh, technically we're locked into the playoffs. And uh, we got two more region games to work on where we are seeding-wise, and uh,
9: we'll enjoy this and get ready for Vincent next week. And you know what? Uh, always nice to win on homecoming. Good crowd here tonight in this sloppy weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to say hats off to the ones that stayed. And of course, uh, talk a little bit about Vincent next week.
13: Yeah, no doubt. I thought I thought our fans were great, man. They did a great job just being loud and, and sticking it out. You know, it was it was ugly at times, and then it cleared up and. Uh, when when it cleared off, it, it was uh, it's a pretty good night for football. So um, glad glad that they stuck it out. Glad that they made a lot of noise for us. And uh, the band's able to play the alma mater right now, which is very special for for our athletes and the alumni in the, in the crowd. So, uh, Vincent next week, another region game. We go on the road. Uh, Vincent's playing good football. You know they they've lost the last two, but um, they've lost to Lynette and Randolph County, who are two really good really good teams. And, and two teams that are putting up a lot of numbers, and, and they were able to, to put up 35 or 36 on Randolph County last night. So um, they're, they're doing a good job over there, and uh, anytime we go on the road, it's, it's a different environment and tough. But uh, you know, I think uh, you know, our, our fans will come out in, in force, and, and we'll be ready to roll. Hey,
9: congratulations, again, Another big region win, and uh, good luck next week. Go Tigers. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you, David. i tell you what, Randy, we're going to we're gonna get off real quick, go to a break, and come back to our postgame show presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Wrap it up real quick and get our soppy mess out of here tonight. Oh,
4: yeah, I'm picking up all these wet towels. and
1: will tell you, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union as the Comer Tigers win 30-7 to over the Fayetteville Wolves. We will take a quick break. And be right back. You're listening live tonight on Kicks
8: 100.3. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Aniston Avenue in Sylacauga.
12: The credit union mission, people helping people, has never been more important than now. We understand that the COVID-19 pandemic may cause financial hardship. As your trusted financial partner, Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union is here for you. Call 800-237-9789 or email us at cpfcu at cousapinesfcu.org.
0: This is the Radio Alabama Sports Post Game Show on the B.B. Comer Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports.
1: Welcome back to Legion Stadium, where the Comer Tigers come away with a 37-32-7 win over the Fayetteville Wolves, as Coach Fawcett mentioned. Uh, Coming into the postgame show, it's a big region win, but, Randy, this is bragging rights too these are these are the kids that grow up and play uh, little league together cal ripkin baseball together babe ruth uh soccer they they, they they compete and they're competitive against each other and two very proud programs
4: yes absolutely we're neighbors we're friends we work together we're in the community together and uh yep the bb comer tigers have got a a year of bragging rights here due to this game and look down at the Fayetteville Wolves on the field right there. Their coach is just talking to them. I know he's encouraging them. They did play hard. They play, you know, they going home with a loss. But uh, what I've heard about their coach is just uh, remarkable. Uh, great educator, great coach, great man of God. And you know he's a just a perfect example for these young people.
1: Well. The- Comer Tigers improved to 6-1 and one overall, 4-1 and one in the region, still ranked number three in in, in uh, region four. A big test next week, as Coach Fawcett said, we go on the road to Vincent. Uh, David, back that up. Vincent is a tough place to go and play at. It is a, the a, a atmosphere there. Yeah. So I'm uh, – You'll get to see that next week. Um, yeah, it is a tough place to play, and the Comer Tigers are going to have to be on their game and, and, and maybe erase your, your little thing, the, the penalties at the wrong times. Yeah, yeah we, we're going to have to t- take some of those away because it, it, it hurt us again tonight. Um, it seems like the same things every week, the the penalties uh, at the wrong time, uh, the the interceptions we seem that we think we have the interception, and it goes Somehow they end up with it. Tonight it was a, a ball that was incomplete, but that's three weeks in a row. So a lot of things to work on. But the scary thing is, Randy, this team is 6-1 and one and running on six of eight cylinders. I mean, teams better watch out.
4: Absolutely. Because it's
1: going to click and it is gonna be, it's going to be trouble. And, and let's get past Vincent. I hope all cylinders, when Randolph County makes that trip to Legion Stadium, all cylinders are clicking for the Comer Tigers.
4: Well, before I get into the Comer Tigers, I've got to give this young man number two for Fayetteville, Pacey Deloach. He's an outstanding athlete. I mean, he's got an arm on him and he can zip the football. Fayetteville has got some terrific receivers. Uh, they didn't start off too fast in the beginning, but once they got their timing down, they they made some great plays, some great, some big plays. I uh, had several first downs back to back to back. And uh, I give them credit, Uh, they, uh, uh, you know, I I, I got their list here. They don't have too many, I don't see any, well, there's one eighth grader. No, there's two, number of 10th graders. So they've got a lot of young kids coming up, but going to the BB Comer Tigers, these eighth, ninth, and 10th graders combined with these juniors and seniors that's playing 90% of the game, uh, not only have we got to take one snap at a time, one game at a time. Coach Fawcett and his staff are, you know, I've never been a head football coach or anything, but, you know, you got to be thinking about not only the next practice, all kids healthy, the next game, the next snap, but he's developing these young players into coming up next year and the year after. So there's some great things happening at B.B. Comer. He's developed a coaching staff that has played the sport their whole life, played in college so with that combination, only good things can happen. And uh, the leadership, uh, the parents love the coaches' staff. The students love them. I mean, you, you talk to them before the game, and they, just, they love what's going on. It's a great, even though we're living in a, a, a terrible time because of this virus, uh, the Comer students and staff and everybody that we talk to, they're having a the time of their life right now.
1: As I mentioned before, we appreciate you listening in to 100.3 tonight. And if you're listening in right now and you want to talk about the game, you can. You can go over to 98.3. That's Fox 98.3. And we have What's the Score? Uh, Radio Alabama's East Central Alabama Scoreboard Show. And you can dial in 888-983-SCORE. Again, that's What's the Score? 888 8 I'm sorry, 888 888- Nine eight three score, call in if you have a scoring update from you know another game besides the one. If you're, if you're listening in, you have family somewhere that can call in with a score. If you want to chat about this game, you got the crew at the station uh, ready to take your call. So uh, give them a call. We thank you for for listening in. We'll be back on the road next week. I don't know. Uh, we, we, we've been on two different stations the last two weeks, so there's no telling what we'll be on. Uh, Go to go to our Facebook page, uh, the Comer Sports Network Facebook Facebook page, and it'll keep you updated on how you can listen to us as uh, the Comer Tigers make this march to the playoffs. Well, as he said, we they are, we are in the playoffs. It's just now seating where we'll be, and uh, you want round one here.
4: Well, we got to thank Jeremy and the staff at the station for uh, you know being able to put us on. Uh, the live radio station along with the Facebook and all the other uh, forms of communication. And uh, we couldn't do this without them. So uh, call in and uh, ask some questions, tell your scores, and uh, let's keep it going. It's still early tonight. Rain has stopped, and uh, we've had a great football game. And for the alumni, those of you that's out there listening, B.B. Comer won another one. And a lot of good things are happening, and uh, come out and support us. I know that sometimes the bad weather will hold you back. But uh, you've got to come out and see these Tigers play. Uh, it's, uh, it's refreshing to see what they're doing.
1: Well, appreciate you, Randy, again. Another uh, great game. Thank you. I think David's already turned his mic off uh, downstairs. But we appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, God bless you. And we'll be back on next week as we go on the road. The Comer Tigers on the road and Radio Alabama Sports, the Comer Sports Network will be on the road to Vincent.
4: A, I appreciate you, Greg and David. Great job, guys.
1: Have a great week. You, you've listened to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. and We're signing off from Legion Stadium right here on Kicks 100.3.
0: Listening to B.B. Comer High School Football on the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Area Real Estate, Renaissance Bank, Harvey's on Noble, Garrus Specialties in Pawn, and State Farm Agent Albia Steers. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.